0: Love Talk Radio You're now tuned in to Culture Freedom Radio The home of Lions Vibe Radio Liberation Tele And much much more Talk radio that wake up The minds of the people
1: I say
2: and I say it again. You've been had. You've been took. You've been
1: hoodwinked, bamboozled, let us pray, run on
0: muck. This is what he does. Oh, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed, my brothers and sisters. Oh, yes, indeed. First, before we get started let me always say this here to my brothers and sisters out there uh, from the uh, Israelite uh light nation Want to say to you man uh, Shabbat Shalom Shabbat to yom to you and to everybody else I want to say in your some of your respective greetings that I do know my whole tip brother not my whole tip brothers. I'm sorry my comedic brothers and sisters I want to say whole tip to you whole tip uh, Muslim brothers and sisters said assalamu alaikum assalamu alaikum and uh, Man, yes, what's up? What's up to everybody else out there? You know, how y'all doing? How y'all doing, man? Delighted to be in the house with you one more time right here on Culture Freedom Radio Network right here on this magnificent Friday night. Man, yes, sir, indeed, man. It is cold. And also, man, we're getting some snow right here in Memphis tonight. Yes, we're getting snow. You know, it always seem to do that right here in Memphis. Soon as we get ready to... Uh, uh, Flip over and go into the springtime. That's when we get our little last blast of snow. Yes, indeed, man. But really, we don't really get any snow here uh, anymore. We get some cold weather, man. I'm telling, you, chill to the bone. Oh yes, we get some chill to the bone. But really, don't get into that snow or anything like we used to. Uh, but we're getting it now, man. It's getting it. But it's not supposed to really just uh, be bad. It's supposed to, hell, actually, be gone. It's, it's sticking pretty good right now. I think it's supposed to get like three inches or something but they say hell it's gonna be gone shit by tomorrow night so but you know it is what it is uh but right here man this is march the 11th man march the 11th of 2022 we have a great show lined up for you tonight a uh, great you know little session we have, have right here i say this one tonight is um will be one of the shows i would say a counseling section session right counselling session. And uh tonight was we'll it just let me say the name of the description of the show. Let me turn some of this other stuff off in my ear. But tonight was we'll it let's talk about personal choices, responsibilities. Yes. Let's talk about personal choices and responsibility. Almost oh, definitely, sisters and brothers, that's what we want to talk about tonight. You know, and, I, and let's read some things out of my description of this show right here. If I can, y'all, let me read a little bit of my description. Um, I said, on this week's broadcast, we will like to discuss personal choices that you make and their outcomes. Are you in a bad situation because of your choices? Or did someone else systematically design for you that situation? You know, talking about the situation that you're in. Did somebody systematically design that? And I'm going to come back to that one. All the crime and violence that happened in the black community, is it our bad choices or is it racism, white supremacy that designed it that way? Mm. Y'all better check that one out. Let me set it. Let me read that one again. All the crime and violence that we are seeing that's happening in our communities, so-called black community, African American communities, is it bad choices on our behalf that we're making? I know not, 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 no, no, no. You're not, y'all. That's listening, but I'm just saying, y'all. But is it bad choices that we're making in the so-called black, black community, African American community, or is it this racism, white supremacist system that designed it? to be this way for us acting out in such a manner that we're acting hmm, come on y'all these are just some of the talking points that we will be discussing on this broadcast here tonight right here on cultural freedom radio uh this show is hosted by all of us you know the panel we always have on friday night what they call friday night we have a panel discussion and our brothers will be on the panel and we would like for you to join in on the conversation as well. I got to make sure I start doing this, y'all. Make sure we would like for you to join in on this topic of conversation. If you have anything you would like to share in this conversation, you have any questions or whatever, and you can call in on the call-in number, you know, to chime in with us right here or just listen in from this telephone number you might have to run off to the store right fast but you don't want to miss the conversation you can't continue to sit in front of your computer you don't have to miss it you don't have to miss it you can listen in right here or call in at area code 563 that's area code 563 999 one more time that number is to call in and listen in and chime in and uh, ask your question is Area code 563-999-3081. We would love to hear from you. Uh, my brother, Brother Justice, yes, sir, David Israel, and myself, Moray, and Blair we would like to hear from you, we'd like to dialogue with you, if you don't mind dialogue with us. But we are your panel hosts right here each and every Friday night, if the Most High is willing that we'd be on and allowed to come on. We will be in the house with you every Friday night with maybe a topic of conversation or just random discussion. But this is tonight. This is what we're talking about. And let me let me give you a little rundown before I bring all the brothers in a little bit about what this discussion is about and, you know, and some things, how it may came, how it came to be. Um, there was a documentary that I was watching on, Amazon Prime. And you also can watch it on YouTube. And I sent it out to a lot of the brothers so they can check it out as well to see kind of what I was talking about. Um but anyway, it was called Chicago at a Crossroad. I like to watch little documentaries on different things when I do watch television. Um it was called like I said, Chicago at a Crossroad. Y'all can find it on YouTube or it was on Amazon Prime that I watched it on. And it was showing about, you know, a lot of the brothers and sisters. You know how they talk about that, that we have a lot of poverty in, um, in our communities and, and, and brothers and sisters who might be out there selling drugs or out here in the street in the gang life and things of this nature. And it was showing how a lot of young brothers, his young brother, I forgot how old he was, um, but he got into a little trouble and he went to juvenile for like six months and he got out and he got into this program. And, you know, and they helped them a lot. If you, if you need your high school diploma or GD or whatever, they help you, you know, get those uh, diplomas and, and find jobs and things of this nature. And at the end of the course, you can graduate. And they had graduation and things. Yeah, but it came out great because the the, the 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 young brother also had a child. He had, I think, he had a little boy. And, um, and you know, but they were just showing them, getting them out of that street life and showing them there's a different alternative. They want to change their life. And 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 this is kind of what we want to get into tonight. You know, I've heard this and I know y'all probably heard this thing too. You know, I'm gonna ask a question. I got some books and things that I'm gonna get into and read some excerpts a little bit later. I'm just trying to give y'all a little rundown on some things. You know, we we always hear that um in the so called black community African American community, um when we talk about the crime and, and the crime rate and the violence and gang things, you know, they always want to say, well, the reason being a lot of these things are happening because of uh, the murdering and the killing and the, the robberies and things that happening in the black community is because of lack of resources. Y'all ever heard them say things, something to that, that nature? a lack of resources they only have a lack of resources so with this lack of resources everybody's fighting for the same or these the same little small resources that they have now i really want to know what the hell are these resources that we like you know i've heard this and i i probably even re, I, I know i probably have regurgitated this same stuff myself but what the hell is he like? What are, what are these resources that we're liking that they keep telling us about? I was thinking about this earlier, and I think there's a, a psychological game. It is my personal opinion. I'm thinking this is a psychological game by keep saying this and putting this out to to make us believe That we're liking so we can continue or some people not us I know like I said on culture freedom and y'all listening I know y'all don't participate in that type of stuff but I'm just talking in general to to keep people um, thinking that you know they're really are fighting for something limited resources because what kind of resources are we limited to because hell, I I I see stores, the same stores that may be in wealthy neighborhood, we're not liking on stores for for not at all. Grocery stores, clothing stores, and I mean, I don't I don't know what resources they talking about. Uh, hell, we have restaurants and, and and places all over, you know. So, I, I, what damn resources are we liking that having uh, so called black people? Fighting and scrounging for Because right now It can't be talking about jobs I remember they used to be talking about you know, There's limited jobs in the black community But goddamn right now though brothers and sisters People don't even work, Want to work goddamn jobs There's people who <laughs> They having Hard times is, is being said Now nah, true that is I don't know But there's a Having a hard time even finding people To fill a lot of positions Right now aka in black communities and everywhere everywhere I go I see uh, um now hiring signs so it can't be the damn jobs is limited can't be that it can't be cuz I just, I know brothers who quit a damn job today and they on a, another job next week so I, I I don't I don't know I'm just trying to find out What's these resources but a lot of these choices that brothers and sisters are making for this bad behavior are choices that they made. You know, because I know a lot of people like to use it, well, the white man, see, the white man set this racist system up, and see, this is why brothers got to go out here and do what they do. See, he put felonies on your back, and and, and see, that's the reason, man, you got to go out here and say, oh, don't put that pistol in your hand, because, see, once you get that felon on your jacket, brother, you can't get no job, brother. Well, I tell y'all what, somebody forgot to tell old brother Ariad, brother Sunray 9, that that he have at least five. And I'm not trying to say there's no bracket. Those could just be, you know, it's it's false on my part. They forgot to tell me that because I have at least five the damn six or probably more felons. But somebody forgot to tell me that. Hell, I ain't never had a problem getting, you know, I've had some things I probably had to work some temporaries because, yes, there's been some places where they might say, well, we can't hire you because of um, you have a felon. But that never did stop me from getting no goddamn money because maybe I had to work through a temporary, but I was able to goddamn feed my family. So it was never that I, you know, I couldn't get out here and do nothing. It didn't stop me because I had felons. And, and I think these are some of the reasons we'll get into that. I want to hear him bring these brothers in. There's a lot of things and excuses that are that that's being made for a lot of our bad behaviors, and we're making bad choices, we're making bad choices and you know and but we but if if there was this system that was truly set up uh to destroy us, there would be no room for there would be no way for you to change. This, I'm, you know what I'm saying is, if, if if it was set up for you to be out here selling dope, robbing, killing, and doing all of this this bad behavior, there would not be another alternative for you to go like those programs that I was talking about, where those brothers can change their life and go uh, go back to school and do these other programs, get their diploma, probably get take college courses and graduate, and and and, and, and get these jobs, these jobs that they said that was limited. They're going and getting these jobs once they decide. Look, I don't want to live this life no more. So if this system was so set up to destroy you, I want to know how we have so much black excellence. Hmm? How do we have so many other people that's in the black excellence? I mean, you know, we we, we see a lot of black businesses. They, you know, we see a lot of black owned businesses out here. We see a lot of black people who have a lot of things. We and I, and I tell y'all something. I got the brothers lines open. And i tell you all something, that was, that was something that I saw on the news the other day, and it, it it's heartening, it's disheartening. And it goes about getting these, and we, we blame a lot of other people outside sources for stuff. You know, we always talk about how we need to have black business, right? There was, a, you know, like these food cart, uh, not it's not a cart, but like food trucks they be having. Uh, some people might call them taco reels, like the Mexican taco reels, but they need food trucks. It's this husband and wife team, they had a, a, a um, they were selling hamburgers. They had a little truck, smaller truck they were selling hamburgers out of. They finally, you know, they got, they built it up, man, struggled and built it up. And they finally got, um, bought them a building. They bought them a building. So they still had their truck, the food truck. But the other day, as they had their trucks and stuff parked outside of their restaurant, they showed on camera. Some more black people went over there and stole a lot of the barbecue grills they had on the truck. They went in there and they had some trailers and stuff with a lot of the equipment. They broke in and stole a lot of those people's equipment. $80,000 worth for equipment. Now they're having a struggle. They're still opening a little bit, but they're struggling to operate their business because some other black ass individuals, went in and broke in this other black business and stole $80,000 worth of their equipment and crippled, basically crippled them a little bit. There wasn't no goddamn outside sources who did this shit. I've seen plenty of black businesses who've been broken by other black folks. But we said, well, we ain't no black business in the black community. Well, a lot of times when people, black people try to put business in the black community, they get their stuff knocked off by other black people. So it's a lot of times I'm just, you know, my thing, y'all, I don't like this victimhood bull crap anymore. I played the game for several years, and I refused to play that game anymore. Nothing, everything I ever wanted in life. goddamn it, I went out here and got it. I didn't let none, I didn't make no goddamn excuses. Even with my, well, I can't even say a goddamn seventh grade education. Even with a sixth-grade education, because I didn't finish. I went to the seventh, but I didn't finish. Even with that limited goddamn education I had and all these goddamn felons, y'all know what? I don't make no damn excuses for nothing. I don't make no excuses. The white man got these felons on my back. He ain't going to let me get shit. Well, I don't give a damn what he don't want me to have. I'm going to go and get it, because I got to live in this. I got to live this life of mine. My mother didn't birth me in here. I got to live it. Now that I got it. And I'm not gonna let nobody hinder me from living. It. Now I've been down the road with all this dirt and crime and all of that. And anything, the choices, those were my choices. And all of this stuff that people be teaching about poverty. Well the reason, man, you know, we having all this stuff because of poverty. That's why people go out here and, and i gonna tell y'all something right fast. And I do have y'all mics open, brothers. But I grew up, I I, I lived in there. My mother and my father they separated at the time when I was about, I forgot y'all, ten, nine years, ten, eleven, ten years old or something like that. Nine something. But anyway, so my mother I lived in a project. I lived in a project here in Memphis. They was more well, low income housing that they call it too. It was called a Monterrey's. I lived in there. But did y'all know, I don't know I, I I don't know anything about being impoverished. I'm not saying I what we probably didn't. Because yes, my mother she worked, and then she had to get on some food stamps and stuff like that too, a little bit. But but saying I grew up in I really don't I really don't know shit about that. I might have were, but I don't know anything about it. I just know like seeing my mother when I asked for some shoes, like some Chuck Taylors or none. Y'all, I, I never did get Chuck Taylors when I was little. But just say Chuck Taylors or none. I know I know my mama just said, "Well, boy I ain't finna pay all that money for them damn shoes." I can't afford this here. I, I didn't know she would say stuff like that. And and that was a place called a Goodwill. I know y'all never the Goodwill. I remember my mother. We used to go to the Goodwill, boy, and I couldn't wait to go to the Goodwill with my mother there because they back in the day they used to have. Man, you get a big bag of toys for a dollar. Boy, I used to love to go to Goodwill and get them damn toys for a dollar. Now you know about it. I look, that one, that was a good. thing. I loved it. I couldn't wait to go to the Goodwill. If somebody else might have laughed who probably had money. Look at them going to the Goodwill. Shit, I was excited to go to Goodwill and get them damn toys. I don't really know anything about this. Just seeing I was in poverty because I ate every day. I wasn't even fillet me young and nothing originally. That's why I don't eat steak and shit today. I can't stand steak. But anyway, I I know a mother, and that's why again, I'm not materialistic. I don't run out by no Jordans. I don't go get all that other shit. And that was a good thing that my mother didn't, uh, maybe said buy all that expensive shit for me. I, I didn't wear Levi's when I was growing up. not didn't, didn't buy me Levi's. I wore tough skins. Y'all remember tough skin And Wrangler jeans. That's what I got. But I still didn't know anything about saying that I was, we were poor. Well, we can't afford that. We po, bruh. We po, son. We can't afford this. We in poverty. I don't know anything. I never heard that. I never heard anything like that. Well, we can't afford this because we post, son. The white man, boy, he showed messing us up, but son. I, I don't know nothing about that shit. And when I got out here in these streets and did the dirt that I was doing, that's because I wanted to do that. I didn't I didn't get out here and, you know, maybe I sold a little dope and stealing and stuff. I didn't do that because well, I got to get out here and do this shit, man. I'm in poverty. My mom and I'm having it hard. We poor. The system holding us down. I got to get out here and get it. I did this shit because, hey, man, I seen, what'd you say, other people doing it. And, hell, I thought it was cool to do. So I done it. I didn't get out here and do this shit because of poverty. So that's why, in my mind, I'm I'm really just looking at this thing like, when there are people trying to tell us the reason that a lot of things are happening in the so-called black community because the poverty, the limited resources. And I'm trying to figure out where. Because a lot of these, I've seen guys who, who come from well-to-do family when I was in school were the main ones who were the drug dealers, the biggest drug dealers. Had mother, raising a household with mother and tech. Had anything they wanted, spoil-ass children. But they was drug dealers. So I'm just trying to put, but these choices, man, choices and responsibilities, some of these things, we make these choices. It's, it's not, I, I don't just see, I'm not saying it's not, y'all, a systematic thing to try to um, take us off the path or destroy us. I'm not saying it's not there. But this whole thing that said this is the root cause of why black people, so-called black people in the fix that they're in, and this is the real reason right here. I just, I just don't fucking see that. I mean, I mean, I, I don't, I don't see it. You're not gonna. I just can't believe it like that. Because, like my mother used to tell me, boy, you don't go to school and get an education, you ain't gonna be nothing in life." Don't my mother used to tell me that shit to get me to go to school. I still didn't go, but I made it. But I, I tell my mom, "Mom, I damn near like cool D." Mama, how you like me now? I didn't finish school though, but how you like me now, mother? I've achieved. I've achieved this. I got plaques on my wall for this. I, mama, I still ain't got a GED to first, but mama, look what I achieved. Look what I've done. So you know, but anyway, everybody, mic's open. Peace and all the wonderful greetings and uh, salutations to all my brothers and sisters out there. So everybody, know, yeah, man. Let's talk about personal choices and responsibility. Is it a system, brothers? Um uh, that's got our people wilding and like in chicago and um hell where else we can night? hell memphis is was the number one most violent city there was i know about a month ago um there's teenagers here but last week every every crime that happened where there was a shooting last week it was teenagers so i wonder is it poverty I, that's what they're telling us It's poverty. Uh, It's limited resources. I'm trying to figure it out. Maybe that's what it is, y'all. That's what they're telling me. So somebody help me out. Shalom,
2: shalom, brother.
0: You're here. Shalom, shalom. Can you
2: hear me?
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Everybody might be open. Everybody is open. But yes, sir, I hear you. Go ahead.
2: Uh, Well, Shabbat Shalom, fellow minister, and my dear brother, that's teaching this truth and sincerity. You know, I I thank this brother uh, of is real. Israel. Uh, you know, you you do a great job teaching, brother. Don't ever stop. On, I'll Oh, like, praise like, for the Most High. Like uh, Eddie Kendrick said, "Keep on trusting, baby."
0: I'll <laughs> praise for I'll praise
2: now I'm gonna say Shema Israel or the Nalahina or the Naqai. Allah says Rokatah the Nalahina Shalom, Shabbat Shalom, and um you give all praise and all honors to Yah Elohim.
1: Uh,
2: he is the creator. You know, the source for life. You know. And y'all listen, in me every day. Teach this Torah. Hallelujah. Now, just teaching, but living this Torah. You know, so I would like to say, uh, I would like to say thank you, more, Ray Aria-Israel, uh, as y'all know, son, Brother son, Ray. Uh I would like to give thanks to the Liberation Cabinet Ministry, the Line 5 Radio. Culture Freedom Radio, you know, um, and uh, for you all who are listening tonight, you know, this is a great thing that we are up here tonight on this this uh, Friday. And um, for y'all out there who are listening, listen deliberation Liberation Town. Ministry, Purim is coming up Wednesday, right?
1: Wednesday. Yes,
2: uh, that is the birthday uh, and celebration of the beautiful sister Hadessa, who saved the Hebrews from getting killed by the enemy, who was uh, tearing us up, who tried to destroy us in Babylon. And at that point in time, it was Shushan, which is called Persia. Or- modern day Iran. So Mm -hmm. we will be doing I will be with uh in in, if if Yahs willing with my dear brother and fellow minister in this troop, uh Ariya More Aria, hopefully we can get together and do stuff for Peter. Uh Um, next month Passover is gonna be coming up. So get lamb
1: your mozzers mot- and get all that stuff. we going to have a get good
0: time. Yes, sir, get the but lamb. Time. Hey, but T, let me ask you something right back. I mean, I ain't going to call you, but you said something about Periam. Hold up, brother. Did you say that was about a celebration of a sister? Wait a minute! I know you ain't said that Israel got a a a, a, a holiday. high holiday celebrating a black woman? I know you just didn't celebrate. Say that, did you?
2: Yes, sir. Hadassah. Hadassah.
0: Wait a minute. Yes.
2: Yeah. yeah. Hadassah. And you know what? Hadassah was a sister who who saved us. From the enemy, okay. There was, uh, and and we were Hebrews. We was all over the place as Hebrews, and they were trying to kill us. And um, we was hell. We uh, we had a a guy by the name of Haman, Hymen, who was trying to destroy the Hebrews in. Iran and out of all the people in in Iran or uh, as you call Shushan at that time the only person who actually could stand up and fight in Hyman off our off our backs who was trying to kill us was a sister by the name of Hadassah. Okay. Hmm.
0: Cold-blooded. So,
2: so, and that is the Hyman was killed. Thirteenth uh, day of the month of Adar. Uh, Esther, as some people call her, her, her death. Yes, she, she was the only sister who would stand up and fight. And she stood up. So, you know, anybody who, you know, say, Oh, well Hebrews, all oh, y'all are anti female. No, we're not. We love females no. up here. We mm-hmm. love we, we 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 love our beautiful Hebrew sisters who are who are teaching the truth, who are out here, you know, being beautiful mothers to their children. Teaching their children the commandments of Yah, we love them. So we're not anti-female. We're not. We're not on that. And if you're real Hebrew, if you are listening, Hebrews, we don't hate our sisters. Not and not at Liberation Tabernacle Ministry. Not not here. We don't. And in Screen Radio, we don't hate our sisters. We don't hate our sisters live Live Radio East. So if anybody, you know, y'all say, oh, y'all, y'all Hebrews, y'all mad at these black women. No, we're not. We love our In black love. women. And we love our sisters, our Hebrew sisters. We love them. We celebrate, cure and celebrate Queen Hades. As oh. y'all know, Esther. So don't get it twisted. <laughs> With we love it. And that's yes, why tonight, And that's why Wednesday we going to go into this. And we're going to have this celebration and we're going to talk about. It. So, um, well, there's there's it. some
0: of y'all black history facts. And the black history is that money's gone, but it's still some black history facts that some people just don't know, never got, because the church ain't going to teach y'all that one. But y'all go ahead, Chief. And, and, and
2: look, especially, especially look, spe- and some of these Hebrews ain't gonna teach. Hell no,
3: because yeah. you know, because I, you know what they tell them.
0: You know what? And that, I'm glad you said that. I'm gonna cut you off. I'm gonna let you go ahead. I'm gonna shut up. But, but sisters and brothers, see, this is where we they like you get some of these Hebrew camps and the church from Paulism. See, this is what y'all got to learn—the difference between. Don't put all Israelites in the same basket. And we're gonna do a class on that tomorrow, and I—I tell y'all about that later. We're gonna do a class talking about this tomorrow on the Liberation Tabernacle. Not hear here, but on another. And I might upload it over here so y'all can hear it. But. Um, they the one teach this whole stuff like they get it from that so-called New Testament from a person, Paul, that said a woman is not supposed to teach in church. She's supposed to remain silent. That come from out of Christianity, come up out of Paulism. Real to not, like Dave and I, who we all call Old Testament only, you'll never find that. You don't find nothing like that in the, in the, uh, what they call the Old Testament. That's why, again, we have a celebration called Parem that's coming up starting next Wednesday. Well we celebrate, like he's saying, Esther, the sister who saved the nation. But them damn other people, they want to say a woman is supposed to keep silent and shut her damn mouth, ask her husband when she get home. That's not a. That's not Israelite. That's nothing has to do with Israel. That's Christology. Uh, a, a CIA of that time, who was named Paul, who made that up, anti woman. He was a part Roman, anti woman. So these brothers and sisters who espouse that claiming to be Israelites, who that's what they getting it from. That's not true Israel's teaching. That's not what we we teach. So we'll get into that. Uh, I, I mentioned the name on the show, so y'all catch that class tomorrow. We're gonna break this down. But uh, yeah, man. Um, but choices. Even with that, these these are bad choices, and 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 that people are making and doing and they're call it causing harm to a lot of people. Because you and I, brother, we catch a lot of flack from a lot of choices that some of these Israelites make. And they come at us sideways because a lot of other bad behavior that other people do, have done, talking about how they're destroying, it's like destroying families, They are just how they treat women, and all of these type of things. We have nothing to do with that. We don't teach that. And number one, that's those groups that that y'all call messianic um, New Testament-type brothers with that fake-ass camp, fake doctrine that they have, they are doing that. No so-called Old Testament congregation are doing that to women, children, that's these crazy-ass, excuse my friends you all but these half-thugged-out-ass people who hiding under the name of Israel that's doing this to women and children. That has nothing to do with us. But even with this, it's like personal choices that people are making. But yeah. But I just throw that in there, but man, there's but it's still bad choices and and
2: it messes up know, the
3: whole community.
2: I'm glad you bringing that up because before I get into the script I'm gonna break down about this topic we're talking about tonight, there was a sister by the name of De, De-, De- Deborah in the book Whoa. of uh judges the fourth chapter and she was a one of the uh female judges in mm-hmm. the book of ju- judges the fourth chapter and she yeah. was she was a fighter she stood on the front lines some of these guys ain't want to and and there's another sister that i'm gonna talk about queen Daya Kahina. She was another Hebrew sister in uh, in Algeria that fought against uh the Arab Muslims who were trying to destroy Algeria. It was a sister mm. that was the, who led the uh who led the battle, who was the commander over the battle named wow. Daya Kahina. Look it up. And this wow. was, and still to this day a country of Algeria, northern Africa, they praise her and they memorialize.
1: the sister. So yeah, mm. she,
2: she stood up when everybody else, when they was killing all the Hebrews in northern Africa, this sister, Daya Kahina, was the only one who stood up. Only one. As a matter of fact, her own son turned against her. And she still fought. And she said, you are not going to destroy Algeria and get rid of these Hebrew brothers. And so she stood up. So, yeah, I give thanks and praise to that, sir. Yes, sir. Yes,
1: sir.
0: <laughs> but, yes, sir, brother, uh, uh, did you get a chance to check out that, that, that documentary I had sent you? Uh, the documentary I had sent you.
2: You talking about one uh that you were talking about in Chicago?
0: Yeah, Chicago at Crossroads.
2: Yeah. I saw it and the dude God, the brother at the end cleaned up his life and got his high school diploma, right?
0: Yes sir, yeah, yeah. What 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 do you think about the those the, the you know, the the decisions that they were making, you
1: know, stuff.
0: Well it was the things that happened in there.
1: Now uh-huh. when it comes
2: to for you know I gotta have a scripture. Proverbs twenty-two and six says, "Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it." Yeah, wow. Now, now, when you're, uh, now when you're uh, uh, looking at uh, Chicago, Chicago has a high murder rate. Now, in and, the and, and country, now, in that documentary, you know, and it was kind of, you know, sad, you know, there was a sister that was talking about how, you know, at the beginning of the documentary, they talked about it, and, you know, if y'all, you know, watch it, hey, share it, because it was good, but I cried also in the documentary. Let me tell you why. Now, we know, in, now, in documents, they just talk about the killings. They talk about the history of Chicago, right? Mm-hmm. Now, they was talking about how black folks was migrating from the south to places like Detroit, Chicago, and, Georgia, and Atlanta. And um, in that, they, you know, they had brothers. They were talking about how, you know, oh, they moved to Chicago and, they were, you know, businessmen and all that. Now then there was a part where a brother in the middle of when they were talking about the old days, the twenties, thirties or forties, they were talking about how they started to bring drugs into the community. And they start destroying the good black neighborhoods of Chicago. And, you know, it's crazy because in that I mentioned something that, you know, I, I wish that, you know, could have been, you know, they could have emphasized more than, They said a lot of those neighborhoods in Chicago was actually prominent black people who worked hard. I don't know if mm. you saw that or... Now, yes, they
1: had... They, they, they talked about it. It's interesting
2: because uh sister one of the sisters like that she was probably born in the seventies or eighties or you know she, or eighties she looked fairly young. She was standing out in the and she was talking about how, you know, I I start with the neighborhood was called. But she they I guess they they start destroying the black wealth of black people who was entrepreneurs in Chicago and they started to bring in what you call the uh governmental system. And mm-hmm. they say that they started to bring in people who didn't care about the community. And so the sister was talking about how she remembered the some of the buildings that they had. And then a you know how you know nice it was. But then all of a sudden she said, you know, they started destroying the neighborhood and I don't know if you caught this part, the system was standing in the field, and she was pointing at like one of the bridges that was over the old neighborhood, which was torn down and destroyed. And the sister said, I don't care how this neighborhood went from good to bad. It's still my home. Hmm. And they stole a part in time where I guess you know, where I, I forgot what happened. It was like an economical decline that happened. And that's what kind of destroyed Chicago. Now, in that documentary, hmm. they showed the old black barber. I don't know if you caught that scene or not. And he was talking about, uh, he. I forgot, they were doing a special. And he was just like, yo, <laughs> Chicago about to be done. And they showed brother he was boarding up this barbershop shop. And he kinda left. You know. But he was just saying, man, it 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 it's going down. But it was sad how some of the, you know, older guys like man, we remember these neighborhoods was us, who were working class and then it turned into a nightmare. Yes, now, now something and I'm going to bring this up because I don't know if you can play that part with that sister. She was, you know, going over how, you know, it, it was good and then turned bad. But something that that I talk about in the scripture of Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, the 43rd verse, and the 44th verse, it says, Thou help let him, Thou and be ahead, and you shall be the tailed. Uh-huh. And in that scripture, that's about how the enemy, the curses of the enemy, who when we have followed the law of of commandments, how they were, you know, going to be pretty much destroying us, they were going to get the upper ahead. Now, in that documentary, uh, they show a brother who ended up getting locked up. He just dumb stuff. He ended up getting locked up. But his girlfriend in that
1: documentary,
2: she said, "I I tried to tell him it's down the street. I don't know if you remember that part."
1: Yeah,
0: man.
2: And she she said, I'm said, I, I trying to. It was a sister. This won't no white man had to say nothing. They won't know Arab man. It won't know Islam. It won't know Hebrew. It was the sister. Won't no Christian. None of that. It was just." A sister, his own girlfriend. So like, I'm mm-hmm. trying to help out the street, you know. And then I forgot what happened, but he ended up getting locked up and yeah. he served a time. But that
0: about post- six months in juvenile.
2: Yeah, and he ended up getting out, and I forgot what he was going to be doing, what kind of traffic he was cooked. He was going. They ended up setting up a program for these young brothers to be able to get a trade while they get mm-hmm. and their diploma. And the brother ended up joining the culinary program. And mm-hmm. he was like I I I wanna do right. And they showed him culinary little stimulus. And they showed him also graduate. And now there was a white guy, he was in there, he you know, no, know y'all got an issue with white folks. Some of y'all do. But, you know, it is what it is. He said, this program is helping. And there was this older brother that was standing beside him when he got his diploma. He said, man, he said this program, this is what these boys need. They need, you know, older men to tell them to encourage them. You know, and brother was like one well, I wish we had had when well, he came up. But he said this program actually helped these up, And they showed this brother he got his diploma and his calling there's certificate and, you know, and and they show him, you know, becoming a chef. But uh mm-hmm. and, and
1: hey,
0: chief, oh, and I said one thing with you man. right there. Did you see Father Flager in there? He was in there.
2: Yeah. was he in like, uh, yeah, I think was now was he at the graduation?
0: Uh, uh, I don't know if he was at the graduation. I know it was a scene that he he was in there briefly. He wasn't, you know, he didn't have no whole big segment, but he was in there briefly. He and he was talking about how they need, you know, doing things to help them get off the street. I don't think I think he just had on regular street clothes. He didn't have on his, you know priestly collar or nothing. He didn't have that, and and one one quick thing too though, when there, when you like you said that sister said that I, every time I warned him to stay at home and don't go out in them streets, he ended up getting locked up, brother. Brother, I know that part firsthand. Yep, and, and,
2: and you know what, hey, can you hear me? Hey, brother, you you still there? I think your mic uh, cut off. Can you hear me? Uh-oh.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think your mic uh, yeah. cut off. Okay, yeah, I turn my thing back on. Yeah, but I had, like I said, go back and let you get there and tell you. But I had a, a, a mate that I used to be with, bro, when I was running them street, Every time she say, hey, you don't need to go nowhere. You need to stay here. Don't go in them street. I'm thinking, man, you just trying to keep me sitting around I'm like, man, I'm finna go on and hit these streets. I ain't studying what you saying. But every time she told me that, hey, you need to stay here, you go, man, I'm telling you something go yeah, I ain't now. If something's gonna happen, you're gonna get in trouble. Man, and I'll be damn I be calling, man, damn I'm in jail. Every single every time she told me that, I went to jail. And I like to say, you like and that's what that sister and that reminded me when that sister said I'm like damn I remember that and it's and then that coronary art class too brother when I got locked up in my my one of my major last stretch that's what I took up to coronary art thing mm-hmm. cooking class but dad that was that was a good one man that to see the young brother you know the turnaround you know it was like like you said it was sad because it's like. I got a, I got a, uh, a one minute clip a trailer of that too brother, but it was like man, it's like they was hopeless when they how they play it the video. It's like these it's like these brothers and sisters living in a hopeless situation, man. It's like in no hope for them at all. But let me play this one minute clear. I ain't never checked this out. This is like a trailer supposed to be about that. I'm going to see if it's going to play. All right, I got a shot right here. The funeral home is making a killer right now. Homicide is related to the desperation of young men. That's what we're seeing in Chicago. It's designed for you to lose. You're going to lose. Let's keep this real now. This is about design. This
2: project. The future of a great
0: city. We were concentrated in the ghetto. We were trapped and could not grow.
1: That's not a recipe for success. That's a blueprint for disaster.
0: Projects coming down shattered the gang structure. Gone. All hell broke loose. They told me that you're a gang now. We're at war.
1: This is not only my son, this is not that friend. He was murdered. you going
0: to go mad. You're going to want to kill the world. These kids don't really want to live that life that they live. It's time for this new chapter. We got it right. Either you get involved or it will come to your door and make you get involved. Chicago's at a crossroads. It's that pot that's boiling, stuff to start spilling out, or we could turn the fire down. Yes, sir. Y'all mm-hmm. check that one out, man. You can look at like the whole documentary is uh, like the Prime time uh, on Amazon Prime or on YouTube called "Chicago at a Crossroad." I think it's very uh, inspiring to to see. Um, but but you, y'all y'all heard the snippet right there. It was real quick. Even Al Sharpton, I mean, damn, I Al Jesse was saying, well, you know, this was by design. It may have been some stuff, right? But I say I'm not negating it there's some things that may have been designed uh at a particular time like we say the projects they had a project like a like a, a school experiment they put a lot of black people in these low income uh housing uh thing they throw in the drugs they throw in the guns and you know different things cuz there's a project this experiment and see how this thing going to work you know they already you know we said low income as they say they're have uh, they struggling for uh, limited resources, so I throw all of this stuff in the mix and see how they're going to act out. Um, but now, it's certain things now, it's like, you know, when you cage them in, you probably cage them in, but now the cage is just off. Ain't no cages around. So why are we why are we, we still doing it? Okay, because a lot of the people they took out of the project, they scattered and they moved them all around. This is my mind. I'm just looking at it when, when people are saying, well, it's all by design. But I'm like, okay, you got so many people telling you that, like, you know, we have so many people telling, hey, man, we got to stop this. Look what we're doing to I said, the song, self-destruction. You had it. Was, we had songs like that. We all in the same gang. East Coast, I mean, West Coast. There's so many messages that's been telling us, hey, man, you don't have to live this way. This is not. This is not living. This is not right. Why are you doing this? But, you know, nobody, a lot of, the, who's putting, I say this, okay, just because I, I make this analogy all the time, just because they put drugs in the community, that means you have to sell them. And, and, and the thing about it, okay, if this is by design, a lot of people was, there's probably hundreds of people who lived in the housing, what they call projects um how is it that everybody in the projects are not doing some people choose like you know what i'm not going to live like this soon as i get older i'm getting the hell out of these projects i'm getting the hell off of welfare but some people like you know they look they they get and i'm not trying to knock nobody i'm not trying to talk down on nobody but some people look at it welfare as like hell this reparation It's something they owe us and they stay on welfare for the rest of their damn life their mama was on it hell i'm gonna stay on it my grandmama and them i'm just it's like it's, it's something that they, the white man owe us from slavery. And it's like, I'm going to stay on it for the rest of my life. They don't try. They just, just rather sit back and let the government send them checks and, you know, wick vouchers and shit like that. But some people are like, no, hell no. You know what I'm saying? I'm tired of living like this. I'm getting the hell out of here. So if this system was truly designed to destroy you, if it really was the well-designed, systematically designed to destroy you, how is it that some get the hell out easily? It ain't. It's just not like they thought they, they got way out. They went to school maybe, learned a trade, and they easily walked the hell out. They decided, I'm not going to live like this. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to make something better out of myself. Some, too, like, man, go on over that shit, dog. I'm going to say it, they motherfucking rocks, bro. I ain't finna go out here and work for... Y'all heard that? I ain't finna work for the white man, dog. You got me effed up. Damn a job. Man, I can stand out here and sell dope bro. I ain't on the corner, bro. Make make what you make. I can make what you make in a day, bro, and maybe two, three hours. You work all week, and I can make what you make in two, three hours. Mm. Selling poison to your people. They del- This is a choice they make. This ain't nothing that nobody forced on them in some situations of joining gangs you'd be forced but certain people this is a choice that they personally made i've heard it. i've seen it nobody forcing them to do this shit so something it may be a system of a, a desire but certain things are choices are choices that people made but go ahead just i heard i heard you said mm, go ahead i know you i know you're ready to come on in here throw us some wisdom business. Peace, brothers. How you know my um? Like, you
4: know, oh, I didn't even you, know you I, heard me
0: go, mm. <laughs> Yes, sir.
1: Yes, sir.
4: All right. Peace and greetings to you, too, both. Chief Rabbi, greetings to you, brother. Peace to you.
0: Peace to you, Jeff.
2: All right. Peace to
4: you, too, brother. Peace, brother. How you doing? I'm doing fine, man. You know, you kind of broke it down pretty good tonight and, and uh you kind of touched the topic kind of good so i got to award you with a with a b plus
0: he get a b plus <laughs> goddamn he get a line justice he get a line on that he sure do because he stayed on top
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: now i'm uh, going you this right fast for what can alpha Mayor get a line when he come in not when he
4: just come in and he only say three or four things or one word or five words. He shouldn't
0: be able to get in a line all quick like that. No, not yet. I, I know you don't never like to get off a male a line. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just trying to see what you discriminate. I, really I really
4: don't. I really don't. Yeah, I don't, you don't deserve no line.
0: <laughs> you know, I'm just messing with you instigate. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> I know. I know. Every now and then.
4: Every now and then, he, he, you know, I'll be like, all right, he probably deserved it. But anyway. <laughs> uh, you know me, I go right at the topic. I ain't got time to put my Bible out here and, and bring my Torah out and my Quran and, and, and my message to the black man. I don't need all that. I'm coming from the heart. All right, so. I was proud of Chief Rabbi because he actually really watched the DVD, and he was more in tune to it than I was because I was distracted at the time I put it on. I couldn't pay attention as well as he did, so I, I, I want to give him, you know, like some credit on that because he touched on a lot of things. Now. I'm going to bring it home to Philly when we're talking about personal choices and responsibilities. Um, Do you personally make a bad choice, a bad decision, or somehow was it systematically designed for you to fall into a trap? You know? So we have the same occurrences here in Philly as they had in Chicago. People migrated from the south to the, to Philly to find work and better life and, you know, just to, you know, improve their life. And so things were pretty good at a certain period for black people coming from the South, going to these Northern states and Midwestern states and stuff. And black people were able to get a foot up on things and start to achieve. And I remember when I would travel to visit my uh, aunts and uncles um, in Detroit, that All of my aunts and uncles worked for one of the major three auto companies. And all of those people came from the south, from Detroit. So we could throw Detroit in there too. And they had nice homes. All of the people that came from the south came up there and got jobs Worked for those companies for twenty, twenty-five years. Retired, and had their houses all paid for. their cars was paid for. One of my uncles had a garden in his yard. He had every year, right in Detroit. He had the most fantastic garden, right in his, you know, in his backyard, and it was just really a beautiful sight because he kept it so clean and. It was so neat, and it was just so well well done. So, um, you know, our people, we have had different plights, and we've gone and had different um, developments of our lives where, you know, we've had improvements. Now, at the point to where all of those things happen, those auto companies, and other companies like steel industries and other companies that was thriving in the 40s, 50s, and 60s started to decline after a certain point throughout the 70s and then the 80s. So, like, even in the late 60s, you could see a decline starting to happen. And then by the 70s, it was really going down. But by then... Our people had migrated up from the South and was able to work for 20 and 25 years and retire and, and and be able to, you know, draw their Social Security and their pensions and whatnot and live a decent life after retirement because the cost of living wasn't bad back then. Um, inflation wasn't so bad. Then it was much, you know, the cost of living was much cheaper back then. So what I noticed in Philly that was similar to what they showed in Chicago was the high-rise buildings that they demolished so many of them and, like, mostly all of them, and they had so many of them in Chicago. Now, in this city, they had quite a few, too, but not nearly as many as they had in Chicago. But throughout the city, in different parts of it, they would have these high-rises here. And at a certain point, they made a decision that they were going to demolish the majority of them. So that may have been maybe 10 to 12 of those buildings that have been demolished. And I think I remember still seeing about three or four of them still up in West Philadelphia. And then in South Philly, there's at least two or three, two tall buildings still there. So the majority have gone down. And when they brought them down, they built smaller homes that were like on the ground level to first floor, second floor, maybe three stories high. And they would would be public housing. And they moved those people that were living in the project homes that were in the towers into those public houses that they built down towards the ground. So, of course, there was a lot of crime in the buildings that, you know, had that tall towers. And when they brought them down and people moved into the smaller homes, the crime didn't go away. It just got down on a lower level. So there was still the same hatred in the community towards each other and one another and territorial gripes and you know different things happened so by the time the first people moved in the first new homes that was on the ground not even a few days later you had your first murder you know right outside the new homes and These things continue to happen and still happen to this day, even after maybe 20 years of them demolishing the first buildings here in this city to where we are now, where those homes are mostly on ground level, but still in the same communities. And the people in the neighborhoods that are terrorizing them are the young people, you know, the people listening to the rap and all like that. They're the ones doing all the terrorizing the communities. So, um, as far as after those people retired that migrated from the South and everything, when all of those jobs and stuff started to go down and started to close and um, just have have laid off like a whole bunch of people and, you know, had to, you know, just, just to kind of go out of business in a sense where they weren't hiring like they did when the people was migrating up there. So a lot of those jobs and stuff, went to the wayside and people weren't able to continue to afford to pay the taxes on the properties because they didn't have those decent jobs that their parents had. If they stayed in the house after their parents died, then all they had to do was make sure they kept up the property taxes and paid the electric and, you know, the the bill and everything to just maintain the home but black people tend to not stay on top of a lot of those type of responsibilities and end up losing the property because of the failure to pay the property taxes. And then they get kicked out and the house gets boarded up and more and more people are faced with the same dilemma where they didn't pay the taxes and they let the taxes go up so high to a point where they couldn't afford to pay the taxes back off. And they were actually, then they were the sheriff's cell, you know what I mean? They would have the sheriff come and lock them up and then have a sheriff's cell or whatever kind of cell to sell the properties once they were um, taken away. So when our people were doing well, when, when they had those jobs to come up to and, and to make a good living and support their families and put their children through school and all these type of things, and then after those jobs got swallowed up it seems like that's when the downfall kind of happened and people weren't able to maintain crime went up then drugs came in then crack came in and um heroin all these other things just to really seem like the systematic part of it is where you may be a person who has their head on their shoulders right and you won't easily fall into a trap where you know where you know where how to um you know do the right thing, get a job, work for yourself, make your own money, but then there's the temptations of the streets that will sometimes pull you in if it seems like it's an opportunity that where you can make fast money without having to work for it like someone else would for a long week and get a check where you might make so much money in a day, then you might feel like somebody said earlier that you make more money than you do, you know, all week in one day. Uh just flipping some drugs and stuff. So the streets can make you do that if if you fall into that kind of category where you allow the system of what's been designed seemingly in the communities in the black community if you fall into one of those type of traps then that's the systematically designed trap that you fell into that you didn't have to fall into if you would have made a better decision for yourself so you know it's like the topic goes like what we're talking about you know is, is personal choices and responsibilities you know, are you making a bad choice for yourself or did someone systematically design it for you to fall into a trap? And so a lot of times if someone is um, living the type of a lifestyle that um, I guess sometimes you would say the television vision or most, the motion picture industry might create this type of a mentality in your own head and in not not only in your head but in the multitudes of people that you know head who think and talk like you do, then you may end up believing that you are supposed to enact all kinds of violence and revenge and hatred. I mean, not hatred, but just kind of like just, you're supposed to um, do bad things according to the doctrine that is throwing up your head. So if you think the music that you listen to that suggests to do different things, that's negative and ignorant, then you go down that line and a lot of people will go down the same line and you talk the same language and you confront it with the same issues. And then when you face off, with people with them with the same mentality than is where the system was designed in a way where it is to trap us up with um not allowing us to um, have the same the same system of of values in place that should be imposed on all people. And I'm kind of speaking about the music where if other people don't violate the codes of ethics in the music, then why allow us to do it? So if they allow us to do it, it's because the system is saying that this is a good thing to do because we know it's a bad thing that will happen from a result of allowing them to talked um, negatively towards one another and even go to the point of saying you know, that you would kill people of your same kind on a record in a song over and over again so that's what I mean by the fairness that everybody should have the same moral um, correctness in, in our society where You know, you don't hear country music um, artists saying negative things about uh, killing people and selling drugs and things like that in the music or any other type of genre of music doesn't talk in that kind of way. So if if the system, like, let's say they come and dump a bunch of guns in your community, you're like, where all these guns come from? Like, somebody brought these guns in from outside the city into the city and just left them somewhere or just had a trunk load of them and started selling them to people coming by Or somebody put the word out, yeah, man, this dude, he's going to be bringing some guns. We can come by from him or where. And they'd be all up to it. And they, you know, there's just so many guns. They're illegal guns. But it's so many people here who have so many illegal guns. And so, you know, like if, if they fell victim to believing that they're supposed to tote guns and beat gangsters and shoot at each other for um, just for, for to be a, to get to get notoriety or to be you know somebody who who's known as a gangster or even a shooter or a killer, and the way they talk in these songs and, and the music it brings them to that kind of low life way of thinking. It makes them want to be that type of person. So um, there's a lot of there's a lot to be said about even the drugs that come into the community. Like, okay, somebody says, okay, we don't have a gun company, we don't have any bullet companies as black people. We don't have uh, anti and what we call it. We don't have drug companies and all this other kind of companies with that's trashing the neighborhoods and the communities all over America. But somehow we end up with our hands on all these things and it ends up ruining what we have as a community. Even back in the day after all those jobs got swallowed up and they were introducing heroin to our people, and the way they were doing it, it was kind of slick, cause it was like a little cheap thing, and you wouldn't even know that these people even did this type of thing. Like the people they were buying these these drugs, you wouldn't even believe or think that they were having it or or, or using it, but they were giving our people these type of drugs way back in the um, in the '60s and stuff. They started out giving black people heroin. And they started out selling these type of things in Detroit and in Chicago and in Philly and other cities way back in the day. And they were making big money on it, and it was ruining our communities back then, way back then, Um, big time, because everybody was spending all their money up on on those drugs. And they were neglecting everything else in their lives and in the community and everything else, and then they lost it. And then when you turn around and you look and you see that this used to be a thriving black community, and now you see so many boarded-up homes. You see so many homes that used to exist or buildings that's boarded up now or all kind of blighted communities that used to be thriving black communities that black people were doing well at a particular point. Um, in America, coming from the South, migrating to the north and getting good jobs and even after that, someone was the first ones to go to you know, raising children to be the first ones in their family to go to college, you know, and um a lot of things like that, so yeah, a lot of times we just make bad choices on our own, and sometimes we can see through our bad choice, like, you know, if I do that, man, the consequences is too high, and I really like my freedom, so I'm not going to take a risk like that. Uh, You know, if I'm going to take a risk, it ain't going to be that kind of risk where I'm going to cost me my freedom or my life. But other people, they will take that risk that will cost them their freedom, and it will cost them their life if something goes wrong, and they're willing to take a risk like that. So that's that systematic stuff again that if you're willing to take a risk that's going to cost you your life or your freedom, then it's a bad choice that you
0: may be making for yourself. And 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 what I mean by systematic is, you know how they say systematic racism. What I mean by systematic is there is a concentrated effort to make sure no matter what you do, as a black person, that you will not be able to overcome, as they say your poverty, uh, anything, because it's systematic design to make it's just like back in the day when they had Jim Crow, the black love, black codes, all of these laws and things that were placed there to make sure they keep you in check. So even what I'm saying about this systematically designed—is it just bad choices, or have somebody systematically designed this thing to, you know, where we're seeing um, all of this crime and stuff in our communities today? And I would say no. It, I don't think it's a systematic thing. It's choices that we are making. It's like you're saying you—if if, if you see another brother out there maybe selling dope, he balling. You decide to go out there and sell dope. Nobody put this goddamn gun in your head and say, you will sell this goddamn night. I'm not saying that don't happen, because that does happen. Y- you might see that, and like I said, brother say, man, I'd rather, like I said, man, I shit, bro. I can stand on the corner and make more goddamn money than, uh, in one day than you can working all week. Shit, hell no, I ain't finna go out here and work. It's just like right now we're seeing they're having, I was saying earlier, they're having so many job openings, and, and, and people don't want to work the motherfuckers. Number one, the government giving them goddamn money. Uh, you know, then they living off the little checks that the government was giving them. I know they were. I don't know if they still is, but it's job openings that people don't even want to work no more. they like, brother, get this goddamn whatever the checks they're getting. I don't know what the hell are they doing, but it's a lot of people don't even want to work no more, and they ain't creating their own goddamn job. That's for goddamn sure but I, I i don't see a lot of this stuff that we are being told like the limited resources um every goddamn day i can go to walmart and i see it's packed with us in there i know in my neighborhood it's packed every any any given day not any given sunday but any given day like, okay where the hell are we so impoverished? Where where we getting all this goddamn money from we can go shopping every day and buying stuff and i mean every store i see in the neighborhood all of the shopping centers in our area packed every goddamn day but we 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 supposed to be short on money finances and all of this stuff and then we're so short and we're so striped uh strictly for money how in the hell are we spending as they say have a spending power of trillions of dollars but we limited now We've got a spending power of a trillion something some dollar, but we limit it. That's why I say I, I like to think a lot of this shit is a psychological game to make you, as I started talking about again about um uh what the critical race theory. It's all a psychological game to make you think that you can't achieve shit because of this and that. So if I make you think that you are limited on certain resources scrounging up you fighting for the same reason like they say well see we fighting they they throw in the mexicans we already our black people are already fighting for the limited resources in the neighborhood then they throw in the mexicans we all gonna be fighting for the same limited resources but the mexicans come in and seem like they ain't fighting for shit they just gone popping up got businesses and i'm like hold up I thought they said the shit was limited. How the fuck they walk across the border today and already got a restaurant and you know got this here and, and we supporting their businesses. But I thought the shit was limited. Well, how the fuck they found it? But damn, somehow they found the fucking loophole. They found the the, the stash spot somewhere, didn't they? I, I don't see it, But, like there's a lot of things are just choices that's being made. Um. There are some things that that you know that that keep people like I said you know we we see politicians and shit that we talk about politics a lot that does a lot of things that, um and even black people involved to keep other black people disenfranchised keeps you disinformed on a lot of shit but as I said there's opportunities out here um and like I said, those brothers who made those bad choices even in that documentary. I'm gonna come back to you on something, too, justice, because you gave Dave credit, but you actually failed and made an F yourself. And I'm gonna come back to that. Uh, but that brother, he made he was making bad choices. But till he decided, till he decided, I don't want to go through this shit no more. I don't want to live this way no more because I have a child. So those opportunities that that already been there, but he didn't take advantage of them. Till he decided, I don't want to live this no way no more. I'm finna go for those opportunities that was already there. I didn't I didn't know it because I was so caught up in the thinking that this was the life. Standing on the corner selling drugs, thug being thugged out. I thought this was the way to live. Because this is what I see on television. I see Tupac thug life. I see my, you know, these rappers that I admire, you know, and shit and shit that's 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 actors who's acting out a role. We're supposed to be role models they're just acting out a role you know um i thought this was the way it's supposed to be so when they find out damn this shit had already been there some of this shit ain't new but just one thing too i'm gonna say right right, right fast you would gave day craig first two things actually one thing never knock another don't knock another man's inspiration or woman let me say that. another man's a woman's inspiration. You came out saying that I don't have to come in and uh with a Bible or the Quran or the message to the black man. If that's another brothers and sisters inspiration, brother, to give them the um, that guidance and help them do the right thing, don't try to knock another brother's inspiration because that's what they have that they, they use the tool that they use. Uh another thing You gave Dave credit for watching the documentary, and you admitted that you didn't watch it. So you actually would got an F, because there was homework. If you was in school and you was giving assignment, you actually failed. You gave Dave credit, but you actually failed. You failed your own self. That's You gave him credit, but you failed. And that's why I actually sent it out to everybody to just give an insight, cause like, like, okay, just idea I what the concept that I was, I had actually came from at that time, and some of it, I, you know, but you actually failed. Now, what if it was a assignment? I like, okay, I, I need to hear everybody, cause they went in and told a lot of it. Shit, he told more of it than I can remember out of it. So, you actually failed, and, and you yeah. said you were, and you say you culture freedom journalist. You actually a correspondent, as you see You actually said you, no you would have no gave problem. the people a false report. You would get you gave a people to CNN report because you didn't, yeah, you, didn't right. do the, you didn't do this you didn't do the assignment. See, this is what we're saying too. That's,
1: that's if, if, if
0: we're told to, if we're giving some the research to help the people. That's what we need to start researching. We need to start that's looking how if we because if I said this show and I said earlier. This show is supposed to be, it's like a counseling section to help the people. And this is what, how we need to look at this because, okay, we always give in certain because this brother's suffering from this, this brother's suffering from that program, and we got to help an individual, a, a person. And I know these are the, the things, the tools, the instruments that we got to use to help them. Whoever you would have been assigned to, you wouldn't have been able to help them because you didn't do the necessary thing that you supposed to have done to help them. You, you just gotcha. you just rough you like you just what's it called it, rough drafted. But you gotcha. gave day right. credit, which was at least big up you day gave day credit. And so gotcha. this is what we're talking about to be a teacher you have if you wanna to, to be a good teacher, you have to uh, how can like what's the is a saying that how can one how can one teach unless he has been taught? Gotcha. You have right. to research, you have to study. It's like when Dave and I, when we even go into Torah and stuff, bro, we study our... I say, mean, I ain't going to say that word, but we study. It's a lot that you have to learn to, to be a, a a a real teacher. You have to study. Not just, you know, rough drafted it and, and, and sketch through it, like, you know, look through a book, stand through the motherfucker. You got to actually study. That's right. Well, the only thing I want to say... But, I'm, but, I'm, but, gonna I'm just say, saying, I'm gonna, I'm gonna end it. But but don't do, it, brother. Please don't do that, brother. And then we have and see this is the problem where we have too much of though. Of a brother or sister, if they if they read the Bible or they believe in God as their thing, and I'm gonna t- and that's and I'm gonna tell you off top, bro, that's my um I'm gonna say my motivation. I believe in the Creator, and Africans did too. They still do. I believe in a high power. I believe in it. I believe in the Torah. I believe in that. Because before I got into that, brother, oh yes, sir, you wouldn't have wanted to meet me. You wouldn't have wanted to know me, brother. I'm telling you. That's my God. That's my answer. That is my what they call, it's, it's something that thing to calm me down. You might as well say that's my calmer downer. That's my tamer to keep me calm. Not saying I'm just, just using this another. But don't you can't knock a system or something that another brother or sister has. Was utilizing to help better their lives, and this is where we got to stop this shit. A lot of times, as black people, we knock what another brother or sister used to help better their lives. So a lot of brothers and sisters, they they might, as y'all say, religion that helped them. No, when, nobody. Okay, when they was out there in the street, robbing, killing, stealing, raping, whatever, nobody. You know. People like, oh, that's, oh, shit, don't fuck with him, bro. The people sometimes brag, oh, shit, that's the neighborhood robber. You better not mess with him. But now he changed his life and give his life over and say, shit, bro, I don't do that no more. Like I did. I had a partner. I told y'all this several times. When I got out, we used to be out in the street, man, cutting up. I mean, like the folks that cutting up sideways. And then I went out. He, he, you know, he was a GD. He got into it with some vice lords. And, you know, anyway, he got we it all a party and whatnot. He got mad at me because I wouldn't go back over there with him to go fight the vice lord. I'm not a GD. I ain't a GD, vice lord, nothing. I was into I was in, in the Islam. So no, bro, I don't do that no more. He called me a sucker and all this. My partner, he goes, oh, man, you don't turn to a sucker and all. I said, bro, I don't do that no more, man. It's all for the will of Allah. I don't do that no more, bro. Now, see, I became a sucker and all this stuff, no more. And he hit me in my jaw, sprung on me. But I ain't fight the brother. I, bro, I, I just humble myself. It's all for the will of Allah, bro. I ain't, I ain't finna do that, bro. I ain't finna fight you, bro. But then later, you know what he did, though? Now, he dead and gone. I told y'all this story several times. Him and his brother dead and gone. But they actually, man, admired me later. on it, bro, I, I sure appreciate man. I, I like what you did, bro. I, I, I can't do it, though. But they dead and gone now. I'm still here. Like the old gospel song from the Candy Spirit just say, no matter what, I'm still here. So we can't, we got to stop knocking other individual brothers and sisters because a lot of the stuff we have today, brothers, we wouldn't be in a lot of the situation and, and, and doing a lot of stuff we did. Even we, even though we knock a lot of stuff from Christianity, I was into a brother that said, who was that black minister Jesus, uh, uh, brother uh, brother Chief, that said this, and I agree with him. A lot of stuff we knock Christianity in a church, black church, but a lot of stuff we wouldn't have today and be able to do today if it wasn't for Black Christian ministers in the Black Church today. If it wasn't for them, they led the way for a lot of stuff. We might not agree with their doctrine, but it was a lot of stuff they they put their life on the line. The churches was the center, the heart of everything that went down in the Black community, and that's a problem today with a lot. I'm gonna read somebody here in a minute. That and that is the problem today. Even the Black Church. Have abandoned the black communities when it used to be in it to the black church and have meetings. The pastor would organize the community and and let me read something right back here. It says the black church, which had formerly been the center of activity in the black community, have lost much of its center center folk, uh, focus functions. I'm sorry. Let me go back. It says it has lost much of its uh, central function as a monitor of norms and values, and this is what they don't do. They have lost a way about not teaching value. The church is always – you respected the church, whether you're even the pastor, and they taught values. You know, you didn't do certain things because – you maybe thought you know by the time you were going to go to hell you knew you wouldn't do things because mom them they taught you a lot of the values that mom and dad taught us it came from because what they believed in it's because what they believed in they might have believed in jesus or whatnot that's that's right now that's irrelevant to me but they taught you values and a lot of their values came from them bibles came from believing in the concept of god and and, and and they instilled a lot of that in our elders. They instilled that in their children. They steal that in their children, and they passed it down. A lot of this stuff was passed on down. And a lot of this stuff came way from what we call Africa in those continents before we even got here. It wasn't no shit that the white man put on us. The white man actually got it, y'all say, got that shit from us. Let me read well, Day, more... you was saying you, you were saying something this earlier today, right there. I'm gonna read the day was talking about you i I wanna throw this in. We got twenty nine minutes. They actually kicked me off a few minutes ago. Uh they always do that. I don't know why. Every time. But Dave, you was talking about something in that documentary day about the middle class or and this is a book I'm reading, y'all. It's called uh Race, Class and Gender uh, Anthology. But here's some stuff he was talking about today. It's talking about this. It's a long story, but I'm gonna read somewhere. It, it says, the middle class blacks moved out of the inner city into integrated urban and suburb areas, leaving poor blacks behind in blighted neighborhoods without effective leadership, successful role models, or sub- uh, supportive institutions and social networks that provide social stability, economic diversity, uh, traditional values to the community. And that was the, I think that was the, uh, and thus with increasing isolation from the black middle class and uh, alienization from the white communities, black inner city ghettos have uh, uh, gradually became welfare reservations. Damn. Where black youth have few, if any, positive role models, where they like access to high quality education recreation, cultural facilities, where they do not have job opportunities and adequate transportation to uh, local jobs. And it says, and where they are confronted daily with adult role models who are openly involved in drugs, prostitution, gambling, and other forms of deviant behavior. Let me just read the last part one more time. It says, they are confronted daily with adult role models our youth confronted daily with adult role models who openly who openly are involved in drugs, prostitution, gambling and other forms of deviant behavior. And this is the last part right here is as many blacks in the inner city no longer seem to feel connected to each other, responsible for each other, and con- and concerned about each other. And I'll leave it at that. All right, so let me just uh, say real quick, um, I wasn't taking a shot at
4: anybody uh, when I said what I said about not uh, coming from anything but my heart. I wasn't taking a shot at anybody. And I do agree that I failed my assignment, and it's probably the first time I ever failed an assignment. So I'll I'll take that as well because um, I was distracted. And usually I follow, you know, right along with everything you're saying and i Usually that's probably the only thing that you sent that I didn't pay too much attention to because I was distracted. But other than that, Uh-oh. I agree with you. I failed my assignment. Uh, and but that, Justin, that,
0: oh, mm-hmm. but hold up, brother. You had all week. You had all week. <laughs> now, hold <laughs> up. You remember? <laughs> oh, see? But see, now you remember now how you got on me. You chastised me for the videos you sent me. And I took about a week or whatever. Oh man, yeah, it shouldn't look. take you that long to read and watch no video. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. thorough, so you had all week. You know, you might have been the starless. You were distracted all week. I'm just, I'm just messing with you, but I'm just saying how you, <laughs> you, you had all look, week. Man, look, look, I, look! I got an F. I, I'm cool with that. Like I,
4: ain't, I don't get I okay. I don't even hardly get them John. So like, it's alright. I, I ain't hardly never get another F anyway. And if I do, it's gonna be far in between.
0: I got you. I'm just just messing with you, buddy. I'm just letting you know. Yeah, I wasn't taking a shot at uh, nobody. I was just
4: saying, I I, I don't have to... I'm going to make it plain like Malcolm X. I'm coming, making it plain. I ain't got to go into a whole bunch of detail about this stuff. Like, I'm coming straight at the topic. That's all I was saying. That's all I was saying. But but,
0: but, what I'm saying is, though, here's here's what I'm saying, bro. Let me me throw this out. Because you do say that sometimes. You know... You know what they... You know Dave's background. You know my background. Now I, I might not go into the you know a lot of things like scriptures on here, like I might do the Tabernacle. But you do know our background. You know David said he is he he's, he's Rabbi. Rabbi in Hebrew is teacher, a Hebrew teacher. He teach is what he's supposed to do. He teach Tanakh. He teach what y'all call Old Testament. I do too. So you know this is our background in Israel. We know you ain't gonna catch no Israelite that ain't talking about the Bible. I don't know. You might, but you know this is what we do. I've been doing that for years on here. Whether I was in Islam, even when I went, even when I was in the Kemet, I might quote the scripture. This is what we do on here, and we will we, we'll try to bring that out to relate to because the, even the Bible is a is a black. Some people say a African heritage Bible, which y'all probably don't agree with that. So we quoted something from Black ancestry. You, but you know our background. I'm trying to knock like, but you know our background. So even if that well, I don't have to go through all of that. It, 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 Certain things don't have to. It don't need to be seen. Like I said, you come in. I come in my way. They come in his way. Alpha male come in his way. You come in your way. We all got our – and we all different backgrounds and things. I mean, I don't have to knock, you know, Alpha Male where he might come in, if he, if I you know, whatever he nobody. might, whatever he could come, you know, what, come in. But you're saying, well, I don't have to go through all, like you just said, man. I don't have to go through all of that, you know, bringing no Bible. Like it's like you almost have a problem with. You're not saying it, but you, no, you I'm you, saying like making All
4: I'm saying is, like we talk about the topics a lot, and then by the time you know, it's just like. I could go right a, to the topic. That's all, I'm saying.
0: Okay, but that's okay, but that's you. That's fine. But like I said again, we are we are we are we are teachers at, at the Torah. I can go, I can do what they. I just they do that, you know. I can do the same thing. I can go right into the scriptures and bring. And I used to do it sometimes. I go to Proverbs and bring out something, and it still be related to something that I just don't do it as much as I used to. But I could do the same thing. Well, look, I apologize. It's, it's, it felt it's like I was taking be, I mean, of somebody. I'm just, I'm just letting you know. We don't when you come in. We don't knock up. We don't. We don't knock how you do it. I'm just saying well, this is something we have to learn as a people again. It, I'm just, this is a lesson for all of us. Me too. We don't have to go at another brother or sister because of their foundation. And this seemed to be the problem. And we talk about unity all the time. If we had the battlefield to go against. I don't know. Just this, this, say this, this the white man. I'm just using him as excuse and use him as an example. We don't give a fuck who's going to be on the battlefield, what your religion is, what your spiritual practice is. We just need all hands on motherfucking deck. Oh, you can't join the fight because you're a Muslim. You can't join the fight because you're a Hebrew. You can't join the fight. Oh, you RBG. We don't fuck with y'all. It's going to be all hands on deck. This is what we have to do. The brother got a Bible in his pocket. He got a Quran in his pocket. Hey, that's his inspiration. I need, listen, hey, hey, bro, call, like Malcolm said, hey, you better call on your God, brother. Hey, shit, you better call on the Yoruba. You better call on the Rishas, bro. Hey, we need all them powers. We need all that force on this battlefield to win this goddamn war. But this devil here, bro, this motherfucker ain't playing. You see how they doing right. over there? We need yeah. all them ancestral forces. You better call on whoever. Hey, bro, who who you, who you call on? She, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm with the, uh, uh, I'm with Ephah. Hey, bro, she called on them. I'm finna read my Torah, bro. I'm finna call on me, man, Yahweh. She, I right, go ahead, dog, go ahead, do what you do. All right, Word. she, man, we trying to win this war, bro. And see, this is what got we got to stop doing, brother. Oh, it's, cool it's just an example. That. Yeah, I'm just saying, it's an example, man, cause that's 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 my inspiration too, man. That's my inspiration. This is how I get out here and I, I help a lot of damn people, man, in the name of the most high, y'all. I know what I, I got it. I do it, but in the name of the most high. That's my... Because cause I'm telling you, bro, I've been on the verge of snapping out on the motherfucker every day. But I have to realize now, bro, you know don't... Man, help, man. Don't do that, bro. Yeah, he, right. I'm just saying. Alpha male,
4: I
3: hear his cheap. voice. Peace, brothers. Peace.
0: Yeah,
4: yes,
3: sir. Peace. Alpha male. All right. Well, first of all, I like to thank the brothers because. What's up, uh, what's going on, David? Uh, Rabbi Israel, David Israel.
2: Not much. I'm glad to hear your voice, man. Sit the up here, man.
3: Yeah, I'm I'm honored to be here. And uh, look, I just I ain't gonna harp on it, but I I do come here to learn. David, when you break down them scriptures. I'm all ears. I'm writing down scriptures, verses, books, everything you say. So don't ever stop that. I'm I'm here as a student. I'm not a master. I'm I'm good at what I do. Can't hold a candle to what you do. So keep doing what you do. Thank you. you know. Thank you, get that brother. A line, my. <laughs> <Yes, sir. laughs>
0: yeah, Uh oh, uh oh, he might get in trouble for that line today let see this rap Oh, what the hell? Oh, there you go. They kicked me off. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and since Albert Miller just said that, like I said, just for instance, that's why we was talking about Purim, Where we gonna, you know, we had a celebration. No, a lot of brothers and sisters don't know about Purim That was celebrating a black woman. We, now we making sure we gonna say that because y'all gonna think that's a Jew. Uh, Ruth was a white Jewish woman. No, there was a black sister, and we just learned some history about a holiday in Israel set aside for a black sister. That's
3: right.
4: You know, so I, I gave I, Chief Rabbi um, some credit real good, too, because I like when he'd be breaking down the Torah and he'd be breaking down the Bible. And I told him one day that, yo, I really like how you do that. And especially when he said that we should really be, you know, going out the Torah because that was the book that, they was using way way back before the bible right chief
2: uh yeah yeah the, see, uh, uh i'm gonna say it like this Justin, and and i love you now when you're saying breaking the, the first see when you're saying that's the book that they was using uh just i'm gonna tell you something and i love you alpha male man you always teach it man. i love you and uh, just I, I'm gonna say this, that Bible Bible means book that's a Greek word for book now when you're looking into the Torah there is no such thing as Bible like Bible is Greek so we only deal with a book and the book is for Torah means teaching so you know, so but that's the only book. The the New Testament that was came up with by by the Roman Catholic Church. And uh, that that the New Testament came up by Greeks. So, you know, so that's all I gotta say. Get that is the Torah is the book. There ain't no first thing in no New Testament. That was written by Greeks. I mean they ain't yeah. That's something to
1: say. Right yeah. So
0: and just this, I, this this ain't no this ain't no bitter obsession on you. It just like it just like I said. that's what we're just trying to say. This is why we have these personal choices and responsibilities. And only reason I, I was really bringing this up is like again, when we're trying to help each other. We got to try and you know just really just look at it as, as a people man and stop going at each other because and that's the problem. And people say, man, well, religion is the problem. That's what divide us. You know, this this nation is built up a lot of. A lot of different cultures uh damn religions and everything and this country tell you you had a right to choose whatever your religion is so and people you just look when we go out to basketball games football or uh, different events you don't never know what a person's political affiliation is and they religious background you just going out to have a goddamn like jane brown said a funky good time you don't care what the hell they y'all just had a concert just having a ball and 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 even like with uh, even at the document in, in churches right now we we might I might like some men they might talk about them and they need that but I, I I pass by a church every day, and they're always in the community. They're passing out food to the elders and anybody who needs food. I can't knock that. I might like man they goddamn Jesus shit, but listen, they're giving out food to people in need. It's a lot of these churches that does a lot of stuff for people who's in need. I can't knock that. And that's, sure. if, if Jesus is that inspiration to make them get out there to help these people, hey, man, more power to them on that. Now, I just ain't accepting, you know, that part about it. I understand about it, you know, some of the doctrine, but I, hell, I, I ain't got no problem with that. I get out there with them sometimes. And I brothers I ride with, I know they be Christian. They be like, yeah, Lord, thank you, Jesus, so-and-so. I don't, hey bro, don't be, hey bro, it ain't no, and I don't go in the bank, hey bro, I don't believe in that, bro, don't be saying all that Jesus stuff in me, I don't, I don't get down like that. I might just say, you know, brother, I got you, bro. I know what he's saying, I understand. It. Exactly, what yep. he's saying. See, and that's what we just gotta learn as a people, man, because you know, because a lot of brothers brothers been on crack, they and some of these guys I be talking to, they have been on drugs and. And they were like, man, I'm trying not to, you know, I'll be struggling. It was a struggle for me every day. So, man, I I, don't, I I just learned, man, a lot of shit, brother. Hey, man, do, you know, do what you got to do, not do what you got to do to maintain. Because some people, their way of maintaining, I'm thinking about this on my way to work, a lot of people way of maintaining, brother, and, and stuff in this, in, in this society is using drugs. That's the way they feel that they got to be able to function every day. Is being high yeah. on drug. They can't function without this. So some people like said, man, they we get up in the morning, they might pray. Some people pray to the ancestors, you know, or whatever. This is where they gotta function every day, man. We living in some crucial goddamn time. Y'all already see the wars and the gas prices going up out the
1: woo out
3: the frame. Yeah, yeah. you better stock up. up on them beans and rice. You know, Man, <laughs> yeah,
2: and, and oh yeah,
3: so so guys
2: went to with justice about the uh, Torah and, and, and uh, you know the New Testament. When you're dealing with the New Testament, you know, even in Revelation, it 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 goes into you know what's going on now. You know, like they say, there should be you no know, buying nor selling. So, you know, when you're looking at that, one thing I say I like about the New Testament, and like I said, the Torah is the book, but the New Testament is pretty much just the Greek way of summing up what, you know, we was teaching in is and, you know, to not. So, but one thing I say about the New Testament, it goes into what's going on right now with the Mark of the Beast and the chip. And all of that it, it it goes into like like I'm gonna tell you something. And, and you know to the nation of Islam to follow Elijah Muhammad y'all know what I'm talking about with this Elijah Muhammad said the Bible is a even though it's a poison book it's a good book if understood and
1: yeah.
2: oh, when you look yeah. at when you looking at the mark of the beast. In chip and everything that's going on, hey, it's all in there.
1: As, as matter of yep. fact, it,
2: revelation—it goes into, you know, the uh, was the Seventh Church of, of, of Israel, yeah, and and all of those, were in in in, in European countries,
1: in so, European countries, is yes, there.
2: And that's why I tell you, just that—that's when you say, "Ain't the Torah the first book? Yeah, Torah is the book, but when it comes time for the Romans, the Romans had their, you know, perception on what the Torah was. So they came in with the New Testament, and when you look at New Testament, the the Revelations, <laughs> that that I, I'm telling you. If y'all Christians and Messianic brothers, y'all really want to get into something, you'll get into those, 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 uh, uh, the Revelation 17, the of Babylon. You know, it's about how to, how to, uh, uh, lay with the crown on her head, how she will be worshipped all over earth. That's talking about the, the, the queen out there in England.
0: So... Mm-hmm i out. Russia man. and all that shit in there. Yep. So, remember Dr. York got the, the NGO. He got the NGO he go into that breaking down all the symbolisms and, and like I said, all of it is about like you really like Dave saying, the new the that rule level, it was about these European countries and European nations and it follows those European nations. And and you know we actually call it I'm, I'm gonna jump off that part though about the box. But the part we actually call it, we actually call it in the Hebrew community, we call it the Book of Remembrance. That's what we actually call it, the Book of Remembrance, and, and it's about remembering what our ancestors done through oral tradition and other things. And that's what we just, thats what we call it, the Book of Remembrance. Something the remember what our ancestors laid down and how they actually probably dealt with certain things. And I, and it's funny, man. We, it was uh, I arrived with a brother the other day. He ate damn what he ate. He ate something. He had some kind of pork sandwich, and he would ask me. He said, "Bro, you don't eat pork?" I like, no, I don't eat pork. He like, damn, bro. I show. I, I wish I hadn't ate that goddamn sandwich. He's like, I know. I know better, man. He said, "Man, my head, man, ain't going crazy." I said, "Bro, yeah. see." I said, "Bro, see." Whatever I'm talking about. I said, most people think because you see in the Bible or even the Holy Quran, even the Muslims, you read the Holy Quran, and it tell you that the Muslims. He that they got to follow the, the, the first the Torah, where we call it Tanakh, the laws of the Jews. As they said the laws of the Jews and the dietary laws of the Jews. That's Islam. They said you follow those the the, the laws and you follow the uh, dietary laws. That's why they said they don't eat pork. And most people thinking again, why I said don't eat pork? You just thinking, man, goddamn, God being strict? No, because these were black people, and who and who is what I always say Who's the people that have suffer more with high blood pressure and all of that stuff? Us. So he was telling, hey, stay the hell away from that because, y'all, listen, listen here, this ain't made for y'all. Stay away from that. And we're eating it, and that's how we're getting all this high blood pressure. So, brother said, man, I know better, man. I shouldn't have ate that pig, man. He said, man, I need to stop eating that pig, too. I said, yeah, bro. I said, it ain't ain't just about because it's in the Bible that said that, brother, it's because of what happened to your health reason. That's why it's said that don't eat that pig, man.
1: You
0: know, anybody else, they eat it. They ain't got no problem. My grandmama eat pig with the rest of her life, all her life. There's nothing happened to her. But, yeah, sometimes your body ain't made like your grandmama or your grandmama the next person who eats pig. So, yeah. So yeah, man, it's it's a trip. Yeah. Uh, let me see, we got like eight minutes live left in there. Yeah, we good, too. But yeah, Dave, man. Um, but yeah, that documentary. It, it was, but not just that documentary. But like I said, man, I'm looking at these these things on our Young brothers and sisters, man, going crazy. Like even today. Well, it was last week. A guy, he was 18. He went to a school and I think he shot three teenagers. He was uh, underage, under him. He's 18. He was under him. He shot three teenagers at a school last week. Uh, a woman went to a school today, an adult woman. They, she pulled a gun on some children at school today. Um, they said they was messing with her child and she pulled a gun on them. So she's in jail. Um, there was several children, adults, I mean, teenagers last week that had a lot of been... been went to jail first-degree murder second-degree murder man our children about here lost man they are going crazy out here and a lot of things because the community has collapsed <clears throat> scared of these young children a lot of stuff last Sunday I was sitting on the uh, I was sitting outside reading reading and studying day uh, 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 Justin you know, we was we was gonna do the stuff about the laws of my heart and stuff right so I was sitting outside sitting on my, my bench on the, uh, in the front porch. My dog was out there. We chilling. It's sunny. Man, shit. I thought I dropped in the twilight zone and went to Russia all of a sudden. I mean, not Russia. What's that? Ukraine. Man, it was some goddamn, some damn shooting. Man, it was like I was in a war zone. Man, you, my damn dog beat me to the damn door trying to get in the house.
3: What?
0: Man, it was, man, they was going, and I'm like, Damn, what the hell? My wife even said, she said, damn, it sounds like a war zone. Man, it's, it's, brother, it's it's bad. I was mm-hmm. going to look, uh, that's class that's here. Yeah, like Same you said, thing, teen, bro.
4: The teenagers are off the chain. They are doing it, they not just, the, you know, the young teens, the early 20s. They are uh-huh. uh, riding in, you know, groups and jumping out of vans and vehicles and shooting people and jumping back in and driving off. You see a lot yep. of that going on here. And um Was
3: yeah, it go ahead, Alchemy. Yeah, they uh doing that crazy stuff down in Texas too, riding scooters and uh Damn. shooting at people, robbing people. Hey uh, Senator, uh did you say the other day that a vehicle ran through Sonic? yeah it
0: ran through a sonic i don't I don't know what in the hell went on. I just think I don't know if they had accident i it didn't come on the news. I don't know if they got shot. We didn't hear number no, it um half of the s u v was up through the through the whole uh, the front of the damn sonic Bam. so I don't know what happened. They've been closed down there ever since yeah and my wife told me she was at a nail salon the other day and she was saying it was a lady was in there getting her nails done and she worked at, like, a, a, a service station. She said, a little boy, she said he couldn't have been no, she said it looked like he was no older than 14 years old. She walked in there and put a gun to her head and told her, bitch, give me all this, excuse my sisters, but bitch, give me all this money. I'll blow your brains out. I'll blow your effing brains out. She said he looked no no older than he was 14. And she said there was yep. some guys outside, they looked like they was older probably in their 20s, but the 14-year-old was the one that, you know, was robbed her. She said, man, she was, man, you, know, you already know what he is. She was scared of hell. But she said, this said she was, this, my wife she just kept on saying how young this guy was. Now I hear robbing. And be. It's getting it, 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 well, scary. what's happening, man. man. They're
4: younger and younger committing to these kind of acts of violence.
0: Yeah. And um, it's yeah. just like
4: a trend, and it's it's like what is it in their music? It's on the on the TV, the movies they watch, it's filling up their head, which uh, mm-hmm. this is the type of thing you do. And if you can look to where we are now with the advancement of uh, Grand Auto Theft, right? You know that video game. Yeah, that I think really have given these children the notion to do these type of acts because that video game is what you're seeing happening on the streets daily now where people are being pulled out of their car or yanked out or carjacked. Somebody jump in the car and drive off. And the 12-year-olds are doing that more and more. Where they see somebody leave the car running, 12-year-olds with 12, 13, 14, they jump right in the car and drive off.
0: Yeah, so they
4: it from the video game.
0: Go ahead. Yeah, let me ask y'all something right fast. Are, are they stealing you since you're saying that? Are they stealing a lot of infinities and DARS chargers in y'all areas? Oh, They man. said that the
4: Rave, the RAVE 5 is the, the biggest one. The Rave, the RAVE vehicle. That's like one of the biggest
3: ones. Man, it's so funny you said that. Cause, uh, Matter of fact, my daughter's friend just got killed. Uh, somebody in a Dodge Dodge Charger doing 130 miles an hour in a 45 mile per hour zone hit hit her SUV and split that son bitch in the half and killed her and her daughter. I don't know if the son made it. Man, yeah, and, and I'm That's gonna tell you totally now, and, my, and my wife yeah. is saying it. I don't trust no motherfucker that drives a Dodge.
0: Yep, that's happening here. That's doing it here too. They had a police officer did that. He was going a hundred and some miles per hour and hit a car and split it in half. They locked his ass up too. But I noticed they've been yeah. stealing. Like in this city, they're doing a lot of stealing. Um, what they stealing the? Uh, uh, what I say, Infinities and those Dodge yeah. charges and what they're doing, they're stealing them and going robbing people at them because they, they, yeah. they, they I guess, they, the speed of them. Yeah. That's like the look, like uh, the Fast and the
4: Furious look, you know?
3: Oh, okay. yeah. Uh, uh, Justice, you said something about that game, um, Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto, yes. Are, are, are those the same cars in those games? They're all kind of cars
4: in the game. Oh, okay. But and I think in the in the Fast and the Furious movies you see those those Chargers and stuff those Dodge those a lot of those types. Yeah. Damn.
3: Well, I, I I do have a question, and this because I, I watched the documentary, and a lot of things confuse me but, because uh, people, what, what do we want? What what is it? that mm. we're trying to achieve. I, I, see I can't pick this up. I, I understand the problems, the plan, <laughs> the planned obsolescence, uh the the racism, the the uh, uh redlining and all that, but mm. I, I, I'm confused because I don't know what it is we want that we want to achieve. Damn, good Good question, Alpha Male. Good damn question. You know, so, it, it, so I stand here confused. That's why I, I ain't said nothing all night, because I really can't grasp, you know, what it is we want out of all that. <laughs> I don't know. I think I did a damn show one
0: time doing something like that. What the hell do black people really want? I think I did a YouTube video. Oh, it was on Periscope, but I did a on YouTube. Yeah, because that is a question. Because like I said, I, I don't know. I think it damn near come down to an individual choice now. I mean, what did, like, you know, we always talk about what we need is a I think it damn near, that's probably why we ain't got shit because, like, don't know, bro. like I said, what is it do we want? That is a good question. Yeah. Everybody goes, well, I, I, don't, I don't want that. I don't need that. I don't see no problem with racism. So he like, well, I don't, I
3: mean, I don't know, bro. That's a good question here's a practice that I have. Anything I complain about, I I, I recreate it. So if I don't like the stores around here, if I start to see, you know, something negative, I'm going to open a store. You know what I mean? I'm not just going to bitch about it. Uh, It's like, so what what do you want, even on an individual level? Like, okay, uh, I don't know. You want your neighborhood safer, okay? Talk you talking about it, but like, what what are you gonna do? How are you gonna achieve this? You know, so I, I get confused on the whole the whole thing. Uh, every every you know, documentary speech. Um, because all the solutions have been said so many times. I mean, y'all talk about it all the time, Malcolm X, uh, Elijah Muhammad, uh, Claude Anderson. I mean, the solutions to a grand scheme are there, but, like, what, what does the complaining individual want exactly? Well,
0: I think some things, like, okay, the solutions are there, like, the solutions are there, but nobody's trying to implement the solutions. Right. I see some, some of that. That is a thing. It's like that's why some people say ain't nothing new on this sun, bro. These are saying y'all just trying to like some people come up with some new solution. Like, well, goddamn, you ain't never implemented the other ones first.
1: Right. So
0: like, yeah. Very so welcome. because it's like a brother here. Um, he do all of this stuff called. Uh, damn, he got uh, a thing because his son got killed years ago. And he just man worked tirelessly trying to you know stop a lot of this, you know about the gun violence. It's called freedom from unnecessary negatives. And he got signs all over the community and stuff. I went out to a rally with him, you know, trying to walk, trying uh, to bring awareness. And these were some of the things we do: they bring awareness to it and hope the community would get involved and try to start it. Because like I was telling my guys, at worked the other day. We was on the radio, walking, talking, talking. And like I was telling them, I said, man. You know, we can't legislate. We look at the about the, the mayor here, white mayor. I said, man, well, ain't nothing shit he can really do. You can't legislate morality. You, this right. stuff is going to have to be done by us. Ain't no politician. None of them going to be able to do it because number one, they don't want to do it because like if you try to really stop the crime, police and deputy dealers who black that have these jobs, they're going to lose their goddamn jobs. So they really ain't trying. They'll make these speeches. It's going to be, have to be us, boots on the ground, that really have to stop a lot of this stuff. And But a lot of people just don't give a damn. They don't care, and that's the
3: problem. I, 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 yeah. I mean, some, some of the solutions are so simple that you would think, okay, nobody should not be down with this. I mean, everybody should be for this, and nothing happens. And I'm like, "Wow, so say if just hypothetically, if I was willing to give everything I have and everything I know to these individuals, but I look at their effort first i say well i'm I'm down for helping anybody helping themselves, like." <laughs> I would end up doing nothing for anybody, maybe one or two, because nobody else is putting forth any effort. I mean, it's like, uh, and 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 y'all can finish this story because I'm I'm not hit to it, but I've heard different versions of it. But uh, Lot and his wife, you know, when God gave him a chance to find, you know, some worthy men to save,
1: and he kept.
3: <laughs> Changing the world. How about you know five or ten? I mean, I mean, but that that that's so. That's why I be listening to Dave because that is so so precise to our current condition. You can't find anybody putting forth any effort. I mean, and see we, and it's always in the hood because growing up in the hood, like a big thing was dirt and filth, right? If you're surrounded by dirt and filthy, you start to act dirty and filthy. So, you know, if I went out and cleaned up the streets, I was ridiculed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that was that was a negative in the hood. If I tried to grow some grass on that clay they left us with, you know, that, that was ridiculed. That was negative. Everything yeah. positive was negative. Yeah. It, yeah, so what what do they want, and how many, you know, what was that movie, A Few Good Men? Where, where are they?
0: Mm-hmm. And that's why I'll be saying it about the black community, I mean, the black power community. It's a bunch of black brewery crap. And I'm, I'm saying it, it's almost like the Black Lives Matter. They might talk about all of the black power. Okay, well, where is your power? It got to become a more than a goddamn slogan. Has become more than a slogan? Because where is your power? And, and, and like I said, they talk about the white man, this, and the white man, but they spend more time beating up on each other. I mean, literally beating up on each other, beating another black man's ass, but never going out there, instead it, it would say, bang on the beast. They ain't banging on the so-called, what they call the beast. So it's right. like a lot of this shit is it's, it's, it's feel-good shit, just uh, emotionally bull crap. But like when all this stuff we've been hollering, like you said, brother, they've been they've been we've been hollering about what we need to do for so long. Damn, when are we gonna do it? It's like a basketball team. He practicing and they, they practicing and practicing, but they ain't never played an actual fucking game. When you gonna play
3: a game? Right. Because after practice, you tell them to be at the game. Well, be there for the bus at five o'clock. They don't. They can't even respect that, so they don't, don't even make it to the game. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Cause you, I, I, I I'm just I, I'm so confused. I, I just don't know. I don't know. And, and I and I keep I keep you know hanging out with you brothers because I'm not a defeatist. You know what I mean? There, there's still stuff I can learn, but yeah. I have to raise that question because we have all this what I call uh, intellectual masturbating going on in, in our society. And but when we say okay, it's time to show and nobody shows up. You know, you you seen the cartoons? You know, they say I need somebody to step forward, and everybody step back and leave you standing there in the front. Yeah, you know,
0: and that's that's
3: that's why they say some
0: things, man. If you want th- that's why they, the saying goes, if you really want something done the right way, you got to do it your damn self. Right. And it's like certain things, certain things are being done, but it's not on a big collect, a, a, a major collective or a big group like we, like we thinking it's going to be. That's, right. that, that's another thing. And uh, in, in that so-called New Testament says, many are called, but only few are chosen. See, we look for big numbers a lot of times, and many people going to say, yeah, I'm down with you, but when it really come down, it ain't going to be but a few. And so then there's well, a few that's out I, I here, but, you know, they don't really get the spotlight because, and there's many people saying, right. I'm with you, I'm with you.
3: But when when the trumpet blows, shit, it's one or two. Exactly. And you made a very yeah. important observation. The the ones that are complaining, you know what I mean? But sometimes, but yeah,
0: but sometimes we just have to still – I don't know, sound the trumpet to... And this is what, like, protesters is still about. It's just to bring awareness and just... And hopes that somebody, god damn, somebody catch on and eventually come on. It's like, what well, Jesse... Oh, shit, I hate to use him, but it's just like Jesse Jackson said, damn it, you just trying to keep hope alive. So you keep talking about it, talking about it. Hopefully, man, one day. Because you just don't want to give up. And this why sometimes we keep doing shows just like, man, maybe... Maybe it's gonna happen one day. Today may be today. Right. Maybe yeah. today, and and that's what it is sometimes. But it, there, there's a few, you know, that's 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 trying. Uh, what was it? That, uh, Dave, what was the thing about Elijah Muhammad said? What was it about the uh, the percentage? Ah, but he said what was it? 70 percent a day, ninety some percent bring on a hundred percent change. I forgot the total number what he said.
2: Oh yeah. I you remember, I, remember it. I I remember that, but I've got how to quote it too, but uh I'm I'm I will say something. I'm glad you brought up Elijah Muhammad. Now, you know, when you were talking about how, you know, people you know, people who really doing something, they do it in small numbers. Now, I noticed one thing. When it comes time for doing stuff like actually doing stuff the people who are like doing the stuff are actually doing
1: stuff
2: are not in like are not in the media
1: so mm-hmm.
2: you know, like we're saying the people who are doing something they're, they're short in uh numbers like uh i noticed that like last savings day that, you know, it was at Maastricht, yeah. but they usually have it at, you know, like a stadium or something. Now, you know, when we're looking at these organizations and stuff, like, I, I noticed one thing, a lot of large so-called black organizations their numbers are really uh, Their numbers are dwindling. Like a lot of, even with a lot of Hebrew camps out here, numbers is dwindling. So, you know, when, when, you know, like Alf was saying, you know, it comes after doing some, you know, only a couple people show up. You know, see, see, I always say Better is a couple than a lot. so that's why I try to tell y'all. Even when, you know, you had that one guy, uh, what's his name, Mike X Johnson. You remember that?
3: So um, Mike X, no. don't sound familiar.
2: Yeah, him and uh, it was another guy, Gavin Long. I guess they were shooting and doing all kinds of crazy shit to white But anyway. So oh, okay. I now I know
0: what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, okay. You said shoot. Yeah, I got you. Go ahead, bro. Look,
2: now, Mike X. Johnson, something that I always call out. Now, when, when it comes time for brothers who really got the power. I noticed how they chickened out. You know, like,
1: oh,
2: uh, I noticed that the ones who talk a lot, are uh, the main ones that uh, are chickening out when real battle comes. Like Nick yep. Cannon. Nick oh. Cannon, he talked all that stuff about, you know, we were the real Jews and everything, but then he joined And got a show with white folks. You know, after all that shit, he talked about white Jewish people. But then he got a show. He cleaned up, and now they're canceling his show. See, that's the reason why numbers are dwindling because of that. You know, so and and not just that, but the Brandon T. Jackson guy who was an act, I think he was a tropical thunder, he came back to Israel and all that, but he didn't last long, even, so they said that you know, they had a movie being shot, that's say he damn, they audition, all that stuff he talked about the you know, it came in street, like Nick Cannon, he ended up falling back. So, you know, that's why I say, you know, when it comes to doing stuff, that's why I put my faith in y'all. I put it in y'all. Because I'm going to tell you something. I've noticed this within the last couple of years that the entertainment industry have, have you know, failed. Hollywood is done. And I noticed, like, on YouTube, a lot of these stars are trying to latch forward to a lot of the Hebrew brothers who actually got, like, and who are actually teaching their sincere about what they're teaching. So I'm going to put that out there that, you know, the brothers who are righteous, don't be falling for that, you know, that that, uh, I used to be, You know, it came in the street because a lot of these people are using people as sacrifices. So, as like, you know, Illuminati sacrifices. So, I will say that. So, I'll say this. You know, don't fall for these brothers who are, you know, uh, oh, I'm an ex, you know, singer, ex-actor. Over there, Hollywood, 'cause they using, they using. It. So that's all I gotta say. Be, be careful with that mm-hmm. stuff, 'cause I, I remember even Pharrell was saying, "Last Savings Day." That you know he would, if his album had made it, he would have stayed in Hollywood. So yeah, you know, so y'all y'all be very careful that dude got, you know, brothers that do, you know, got knowledge of because, you know, some of these people you see that saying all they are knowledge in their culture, and they're the ones could be ready to get you, you know, so, you know, watch out for that, you know, that deception of that because, uh, you know, a lot of these stars ain't just bold enough to say they're Hebrews, you know. So, mm.
0: and, and Dave, I found I found some with what I think what I was it been so long. Elijah Muhammad it was in the midst of the black man, and what chapter was this? Shit, I don't know how to say what chapter was? Uh, it was a chapter called the Devil, <laughs> and he was saying here. He says Allah taught me that the percentage of the present percentage of dissatisfaction is. Is ninety eight percent, near one hundred percent present ruling power. The one hundred percent dissatisfaction will bring about a one hundred percent change. That's what the party was, and but like you said, at that time you're saying like we was at a a ninety eight percent of dissatisfaction. But and and I throw this in, and this is what I I remember saying this years ago. Our people, we hadn't had enough uh people being dissatisfied. That's why we don't really have the changes that we have or that we need because the satisfaction is hadn't reached the 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 did more dissatisfied. Because you know you got like that's why they always do polling when it come down to vote. The polling, uh, like Joe Biden, they come out with his his popularity is at such and such a percentage and uh, how the people favor him. It's like even with, with our condition, you might have hey, You only got like. Hell, 40% out of, you know, the 100, they're saying, well, I don't like the way things are going for us in America. There ain't going to be no change. You yeah. 40%. We need everybody to get on goddamn board with this dissatisfaction. Because if it's happened to all of us, up for 40%, they ain't going to look at you shit well, hey, they, they seem to be cool. The other goddamn, you know, uh, 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 they seem to be all right. What y'all complaining about?
1: Um, hey, and
3: what uh Don't they have a system in place to guarantee that it's always split? Yeah, this is what we be talking about—the Boulet class, the boule Negroes. Well, not Not the not even even at that not not even at that level. Just look at—you got two political parties that Mm -hmm. always foment division, so Mm you'll never get. Over forty nine or fifty one percent, it's it's almost impossible. Oh. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and I, I apologize for cutting in, but I just wanted to throw that in there. Nah, no, yeah, you good? And you know what? That's funny. You even brought that political thing
0: up because we'll give eighty some percent to a party who's there to really as now we would say systematically keep your ass in line. And, and 80-some percent, they don't drop below 82%. Mm-hmm. 82% of the party who's really there to keep your ass in check. And they lie, kill, and deceive the hell out of you. Keep your ass in line. And so
3: that's... And because there's a guaranteed split, your 80% is never greater than 49 or 51. Mm-hmm. So you yeah, it's, yeah, it's a it's a uh, nasty game, but
1: <laughs>
3: yeah,
0: I mean, man, it it is, brother. It, it's been a screwed game been played.
3: <laughs> but like I said, like you just said, Elijah Muhammad, Malcolm X, Marcus Garvey, uh, Matt Turner. Uh, I mean, we had so many examples explaining all this stuff to us, and we ignored it like it. Are we we scared to embrace it because it means we're going to have to do something? That's the
0: thing. And and notice how they discredit a lot of them. They discredit a lot of them. Character assassinate a lot of these people who who try to wake you up to, you know, to make change. And I think that's what a lot of it is. And Dave was saying something about uh, going back to Hollywood. And this is one thing that that, um, now I would say about, uh that christian part of the doctrine they always speaking about sacrifice and and even what they call they said jesus said that being persecuted a lot of people are really scared to step out on on, on something because they scared to lose something like they you were talking about nick cannon he was scared to really lose something in the in the, in the um just for speaking truth they scared to lose you know stand up if they're going to be persecuted, they're scared to lose them cars and them houses. Nobody really want to lose, but, God damn it, if, to, if you really speak in truth to power, like you say, and and this is the truth, and this is why a lot of people are scared. Like, I ain't finna to lose my job, bro. I ain't. Shit, I'm going to fuck it, bro. I'll be cool. I ain't going to say nothing. I'm just going to deal with it. I'm going to keep my mouth closed. A lot of people are scared. They're scared to speak yeah. up. And we, like, I said, like I said, bro, we'll brag and talk about Malcolm. We'll talk about Dr. King. People who lost their lives put their life on the line for other people, but then now when it's time for us to just speak up and you know, and, and maybe you got to say something. Now all of a sudden, people scared. And this is why I remember brother said this. This is why they made they they had they killed them those like that to put fear in the people in the hearts of people. Because I told y'all, my son asked me that one time, Dad, if I uh, when he was young, about fifteen. Dad, if I, if I tell the truth, be telling the truth, they're going to kill me. They'll kill me too. That's what he asked me. And that, and, mm-hmm. that, and that rung a bell where the elder told me that this is why they made sure, like they will, you see how they used to kill our people who are people of mire like Malcolm and, 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 and Dr. King. Because it put fear in the rest of the Negroes. Y'all see what happened to them? You want that too? And I was like, damn, when well, my son asked me that I thought about what but that elder told me. And I had, I hear brothers ask me that same shit. Hey man, see so you stand up to get the truth. Like I be hearing brother be watching YouTube and then like so my, my my supervisor, you know, brother, he be saying there, Hey man, I'm surprised they ain't killed Dude, man. Dude be speaking a lot of truth.
4: Yeah, I heard, heard that. And verse.
3: that's you be hearing that. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: yep, You yeah, know. And, I, and you know me, because I'm pretty strong about bitch niggas, and that's my first thought. You know, you bitch-ass <laughs> niggas. <laughs> yeah, that's what they think, bro. You're going to get killed.
0: I'm like, damn. I mean,
3: I like if you do if, if you do get killed, I mean, you ain't got to worry about losing what you had or getting more, because, you know. <laughs> Yeah, but it's, it's, at least, at least if it means anything, you died for what you believed in. Yep,
0: yeah. And if they kill you, and if you was telling the truth, and they killed you, the people should look. Goddamn, what well. he had to, he must have been really telling the goddamn truth. They had to the silence him. We need to move forward with what he was saying then.
3: That's right.
0: Instead of, you know, like you then bitching up and like, oh, shit, fuck that. I, they killed him. I'm going to shut the fuck up. I ain't going to proceed with this. It's like Dr. King, when he was uh, moving forward, which a lot of those civil rights leaders turned on him when he started um, went with the poor people's campaign and started mm-hmm. thinking about uh, Vietnam and the poor people's campaign. Y'all see, they backed the hell away from that, didn't it? Now, they was down with, with the civil rights thing, but they moved away from that economic thing economic equality, they move the hell away from it. They shut the hell up. Only one I think they still speak a little bit and and i you don't hear too much his name uh Reverend Bobber. But oh, I can't think of his first name. Big heavy set dude. He still uh be pushing a little bit. He was back there. Damn I forget his name. Uh Reverend Bobber something. Yeah. But anyway that. Other than that, the rest of them, shit, yeah, they started turning on Dr. King. Man. That's why Dr. King said, hell, it's easy to integrate a lunch counter, but what about uh, this economic equality?" Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, shit, he got to go now. You fucking with the money now. Oh, hell no. <laughs> like, we'll, let you eat, we'll, we'll let you eat a sandwich at the goddamn counter now. We ain't finna give you no equal pay. You got to go.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's right. Yeah.
3: Yeah. But, uh, I tell you, it's 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 a rough it's a rough thing, you know. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Some, sometimes I can get to the point without a bunch of uh, like, how, how do I put it? Like, okay, if if life is as bad as you say it is, and it really ain't worth living, what's the problem with dying to correct it? Like,
1: ah.
3: I have never could see, like, why, why would you not want to fight? Because it ain't worth being. It's like being abused every day, and you get a chance yeah. to kill your abuser. You know, Dang. you take you take that chance. You 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 don't. I, I, I don't know. And that's why yeah. so many yeah. people
4: shoot and killing in Chicago, and in Philadelphia. Yeah. But the they ain't. You know, but they the killing each other. They killing yeah, the they, they They, they feel in that same way. They feeling like but life they, ain't worth living for. It's like, you know, look, I ain't got nothing to live for. So they don't have no respect for their life or nobody else's. So but but you we be, a whole But different you, thing.
0: you killing, a, but you killing a, a, a brother or sister who's a victim like you.
4: Right. So you ain't they solving the
0: problem.
4: They, they see it like we all are victims, and we all are going to be each other's victims. You know, it's like, <laughs> you know, okay, like, I don't see no way out, so I'm just going to go out in a bang. You know what I'm saying? Some people have that attitude.
3: So, so they're not even in the class of people we're discussing right now. We're talking about people fighting for freedom and justice. Yeah, because that is Cause
0: they say they 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 say they they look at they all as victims and then I, I see that shit is crazy to me.
1: Yeah, it's like, that, why okay, another. you you
0: you you poll and then you going to rob another poll individual. Shit, he ain't got right. nothing because you already know he pull like you. He in the same project as you. What more he got that damn it than you got? Y'all both of y'all living in the project, waiting on the check every month.
4: Hmm. So the opportunity, like If they think you got money or they seen you go in the ATM, just like the 69-year-old gentleman who went in the ATM and uh, a young man robs him and, sh- well, actually shot him before he even got the money. And the money was sitting around him and on top of the ATM. But the man was shot while he was retrieving money out of his own, you know, bank in his neighborhood where he lives. So people are opportunists. That young fella didn't wait for a white person or somebody else that came out of a, uh, you know, a high-priced car to go get some money out the bank. He waited for the first person that he saw was vulnerable enough to rob, like an older man that he knew he probably can beat up or knock over the head or even pull out his little punk-ass gun and shoot him and kill him and didn't even take the money. (laughs) And then he was caught down in Delaware somewhere. This young man was caught in another little state, a couple states away or a state away or so, and was picked up, you know, for doing that crime.
0: Well, I understand but, in particular that. Now, even some of these dudes on the street, only gang gangbangers or whoever, they always, man, yeah, the white man got us fucked up, man. The white man got this here against us. He's doing this against us. Okay, if you know that then, right? Why you not? And you know he's the ones with the power. Why don't you go after the motherfucker with the power then, instead of somebody who power is just like you?
4: Exactly. Okay.
0: Amen. I'm that don't make no sense. Okay, if I'm in the project, I know you don't. Only thing you get is 165 dollars a month. I only get 165 dollars a month. Me robbing you for that 165 dollars you got ain't gonna get me out the fucking project. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so you got get on no mindset
4: somewhere you got a ghetto mind where your whole mind is just not normal as far as the standard of regular people. So your ghetto mind creates the whole world that you live in, and a lot of it have to do with just general things in your little world. And a lot of people get into bike riding and riding dirt bikes all through the hood, popping willies and disrupting um, traffic, and then you get – 10 or 15 of them at a time, even more than that at a time, be hundreds of them sometimes. But you get this attitude of this this type of mindset where you're just going to disobey all the laws. You're not going to comply with any standards of anything that has to do with the norm, and you're going to violate and challenge law to chase you or to, to arrest you or do anything. It's like, this mindset that gets created from living in a confined area called the neighborhood or the hood in a black community creates this different type of attitudes and thoughts and ways of thinking and speaking that when, when the, when the speech comes now, it's a whole nother world of speaking. And if you're not in that world, you can get caught up because you don't think like they think, you don't. you know, you don't, um, Solve problems in a simple way of just a violent measure. You try to think your way out of things, but other people don't. Their whole thing is quick, fast, in a hurry, and they is is it's constantly. You know, it's constantly not in a way of righteousness. It's going against good and, and righteousness. You know,
0: like, you know what I'm trying to say, fellas, right? Yeah, but but check this out, Jeff. Check this out now. Okay, like I said, a lot of these street dudes, they, 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 they say the same thing. The white man is in power. He's running shit. They A lot of them know this shit. They just ain't automatic. You know, they don't just come out all the time like the black power community and just talk about it, but they know it. But, okay, here's the situation. We in prison. Uh, we in prison. Me and a couple use me. I ain't gonna use y'all name. Me and a couple other folks. We got some out of prison, God. What good is is me in prison with these other four or five guys and whatever? Me stabbing the hell out of them, killing them. Why don't we plot up to get this goddamn prison, God, with these keys? He's the one got the keys that's holding us there in you go. Why don't we plot up and get his ass so we can get these keys and get the hell out of here? Cause me just stabbing the hell out of them. You know what it's gonna do? They're giving me more time. They got me another murder. I'm already in there on a murder charge. They got me another murder charge. I stay out I mean, there's another murder. I'm only gonna be held in there even longer. Like, damn. You know what, bro? Hey, bro. This motherfucker the one keeping us in here. You know what? That's it. Let's plot up and get his ass. And see, that's what I'm that's saying. Even nearly... The mentality instead of us fighting each other for the as they say to the crumbs. If, if this the white right man that put this thing here he's holding the keys to us stopping us from being financially, you know, whatever this grabbing is financially foothold, we need to be like, hey, man, look, bro, we've been battling each other for the longer, bro. We still ain't got our D project. Hey, man, you talking about the white man. Bro, why don't we go after this motherfucker, bro? And we both can eat because, look, he got all the money. He got a billion dollars, bro. Look, you can get half. I can get fucking half. we straight.
4: (laughs) That would be ideal. You know, and <laughs> I was gonna to 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 say about he Neil Junior who wrote the book, The Compensatory Code System, he often speaks about black people all being in a prison. He said, We're all we're all in prison, all of us. And he said, We're just in different cell blocks. So if one of us does something to another one then we just, we're not doing anything because we're not developing a plan to get out of this situation at all. We all are in the same boat. We all are in the prison. We're all in different cell blocks. So, you know, there's a lot to be said about how we don't recognize or use our minds. You know, we just use the mind they gave us. It's like I had said a long time ago about how the creator created the black man and woman and the white man made niggers. And so when you have a certain understanding of this is the only way I'm supposed to think and be as a person, and then you fall into that category of what the white man made as a nigger then you behave just as what he planned for you to behave like, you see. So we got to get out of that mindset, too, of what Queen Latifah spoke of way back in the early 90s when she was going to come out with an album um, dealing with nigger mentality. You know, she was coming out the queendom of her, who she was, and her queendom. And, and have a respect for the black man and woman, and she was, she recognized back then that attitude, that nigger mentality, was certainly a problem. And that when we have respect for one another, we treat each other with the values of you know uh, of love and respect for each other as, as brothers and sisters, and not niggers and the other word they use for women. And that's what we've come down to and been reduced to is B's and N's. And that's how these people out here are speaking towards one another all day, every day. And sometimes the last word a girl might hear is B before she dies these days, because last year 65 black women was killed in Philly now because they are not acting upon their femininity as much as they should. Women are more masculine, more, have a more of a way of talking like a guy or like a man. And when they talk like that to a man who's strapped and they ain't trying to hear that and grew up in a household where women was abusing him and that he's not going to stand for a woman out in the streets, abusing him or talking to him derogatory, or, you know, in the kind of way that a woman shouldn't talk to a man. And this year already it's, it's been, uh, maybe half of that have been women that have been killed. Out of the 100 people that have been killed this year so far, I think 30 of them have been women. So we're losing our respect because women are talking to each other in their language that they talk to each other in. And um, the younger, younger women, young ladies, are talking to each other even worse than the ones that just came before them. You can't imagine that. But it's worse. The new ones, the younger ones, they're worse than the ones we just dealing with. So we got something on our hands that we need to operate on is to create a different mindset in our people that is not so harmful and damaging
0: to ourselves. And you know what, i go ahead. I'm going
3: to throw in another caveat on this. Go ahead. All right. Good, good. I would like to see what it would be like if these piece of shit motherfuckers out here would stop raping our babies. You you wouldn't believe the percentage of these fucked up kids have been raped, sodomized in the whole nine yards, sold out for sex. And you can't expect these people to grow up as respectable members of the community. But we can't even address these punk ass bitches that put their hands on them in the first place and go handle that shit. And everybody know who they are, but everybody makes excuses for it. I heard I something like it.
0: that. I mean, what you saying the other day, I mean, something like that, somebody was talking about something like that. But it, there's a lot of behavior because of, um, acting now because of trauma that happened in them, like said, sexual behavior and shit that happened before. Yeah. them before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've heard that. Yeah, I've Me heard too. that somebody. Yeah. And, and, and two is uh, and another thing too, I'm going to take it back on another level. Sometimes I ha- I be asking myself this, and this is probably opinion, maybe my mind. And sometimes I think we expected all of us supposed to so-called dark-skinned people to get along when historically we can look, go back to Africa way before America shit, you know. Sometimes we put out like all black folks always just got along with each other, but we see there was tribal wars and everything in Africa before fucking so called a transatlantic slave trade. So even with saying that is some of this shit is it may be still hereditary because they even know when they brought did start bringing a lot of people different tribes over here on the slave ship. Now I know my some my Hebrew brother ain't gonna agree with me. They said that we all it was all Israelites on them ships and stuff. But they were bringing people from different parts and different tribes from different people, different th- and probably even warring tribes. Because there was a warring tribe that was that had hostages. They were selling they uh another tribe who they had as a hostage, selling them in goddamn in bondage. And you had warring tribes. So it may be still some stuff in uh genetically if you had a your ancestor, whoever was a warring tribe with my ancestors, some genetic problem, we still battling each other some bullshit. Now we might be calling ourselves Crips and Blood, but the shit might have been an old African <laughs> war tribe or something that was going. It it just some sometimes I think about it. y'all. Don't I ain't smoke no yeah. weed to think that shit now, but uh. <laughs> it's just sometimes. But I look at it, we didn't we didn't get along a lot of time on the continent, but you know we have sometimes like our uh, scholars. It wasn't like everybody. In, in, in Africa, they always got along. But you look at Kemet and, and and Nubia. Hell, they enslaved Kemet was enslaving the Nubians. Who was there? but it's called came before them. Was what the brother got the book? Uh, 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 I'm uh bro. that? Destruction of Black Civilization. Yeah. Uh, it's said Egypt is the daughter of Nubia, but shit, the goddamn uh, Egypt was uh, enslaved. They mama. Ch-
4: Chancellor William.
0: Yeah, but yeah, men slayed a mama, so we it ain't like you know we always got along, you know. And with the white man came along and he really just caused this beef between us. Hell, yeah, we was beefing before the goddamn white man. So, but you know, it's mm-hmm. like you know, even though we see we got the same, we have like same similar problems, but that don't mean we all gonna come together. That's why sometimes we got to stop this whole thing to think every goddamn black individual just gonna come together and get together. Because, like, even right. them things on the job, me and brothers, obviously, and brothers on the job, they have their petty-ass beef with each other. And it be some petty, but they hold that shit in, bro. I ain't fucked dude. I ain't working with him, man. It be some petty, And, like, damn, bro, we got to come together, man. You know, look and come together and get this shit right, bro. This motherfucker mm-hmm. right, man. He ain't going to pay you. He ain't going to do nothing, man. We got to come together. Man, fuck that shit, man. I ain't finna work with him. <laughs> and it should never get done until they squash that shit. bro. come on, bro, that shit old man. Yeah, you know, well, yeah, we've had beef
4: since way back, man, since uh we was in Spain and kicked out of Spain and coming from Spain to the Americas. Uh we and and then we've had bump heads with the people coming from uh, other places as far as being Hebrews and whatnot. So Hebrews and Moors have always had battles and beasts with each other, and they were black people, both sets. So there's always been some challenges dealing with um, our belief systems and the the, the family bloodlines and the ties to different families and things that went way back, and people took pride in a lot of things on both sides because they were both dynamic um, things uh, with the Moors and with the Hebrews it was unbelievable what they both had. So uh, there's a lot to be said about what Sunray is saying about how we have some internal beats with each other. And a lot of our people, even in the cities that we live in, we tend to frown on the, sometimes uh, we tend to frown on, how certain brothers don't tend to uphold the image of the black man to a high degree and that they let it go down to such a low level that it looks weak. And a lot of times um a religion may get in the way of protecting the black man's image to its fullest uh degree. And so when you do put on something and it looks as if someone would say, oh, that looks like a dress, even though you're not calling it a dress. Image of it for a black man in America to have something on like that, it doesn't look in its right place. It doesn't look like it's in its right place. And especially for a black man in America to have on some clothing that isn't coming from his normal place of where he was born and grew up and, and the black man has always been one that had the best styles and the most style, and people emulate the black man because we had the most class and the most best styles of dress. But if you choose to put on something that looks cheap and it looks, you know, like, okay, you're, you're doing this for your religious purpose and all, but you're not, and you're not recognizing that, what that image serves for you to have on something, and then for what happens when a man is wearing something that feels like it should be worn by a woman if you have it on, then it may change up or alter how he behaves as a man, and it may make him a little softer or a little weaker too by having on such clothing. So... Hold up, you know,
0: Judge, you're you love... kind of losing the hell out. Judge, you yeah, you got lose the mean... hell out of me now. Cause what? The, hold up. what religious brother wearing a dress? Hold up. <laughs> he kind of lost me there. Well, Maybe I mean, need to smoke him
4: online. You know how? You know, you know how Muslims they, they have on the, the clothing? It looks like they got on like a long article of clothing, but it's like that ain't. It look like a That don't look I like no dress. Better, that ain't not nothing no, like no,
0: no dress, brother.
4: No, no. That's no. a jolly image I mean, that's a it. The first time I ever they
0: seen don't something look like no, that. don't look like no that, dress, brother. Everybody, no. that's a. That's they, why I said you lost me with that. I thought that what you was yeah, saying, but, but you lost me. Yeah, but y'all, you <laughs> don't,
4: you you don't see the depth of what it is, even if you agree with
0: them wearing that type of articles, those type of clothes. But, but, but you, well, okay, that's a, most of it. The or something like that. I forget the other name. They got different kind of Jollibeer. Everybody who's seen Muslims, especially you, you, you see an Arab. I'm just here to see a rap. Right. You know damn well right. that ain't no dress. When you I, automatically in your mind, you don't even know what it's called. You see, that must be a Muslim. Yeah. Because even Africans, even Africans wear it in Ghana. They wear those long garments. You don't
4: see. You Look, don't even think no dress. when when they wear it, they know what they're doing. All right, because they coming from a certain place and they dress a certain way. But Muslims here will oh, pick bro. up from everybody Come from that America. comes from right. Arabia. And they then pick up a little bit of everybody's thing, and then they'll just look kind of clownish with what nah, they
3: do. Nah. Nah, you they're they. Your, you got your second F for the evening, Summer.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you showed sure the hell like. I was listening to him like, I'm lost on that. What the hell is he saying now?
1: I'm
0: seeing the dollar
4: beer in my mind, but I'm like... I've seen too much. I even seen the dude with a pink kufi on. Like, I mean, how are you wearing a pink kufi? I don't even understand why you would do that. Okay. But,
1: even, you, okay Hopkins, even you said he had, you Bernard even Hopkins you
4: had, you came, had came a kufi into kufi a fight on. with a pink. Bernard Hopkins came into a fight and, and his trainer and them had on a pink kufi over in his corner.
0: Okay. Okay. This say, okay. You said even with a kufi on, you know who wear a kufi, who basically wear your, you will who, 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 you recognize a kufi. Who damn near more wear a kufi? The ones that's
4: Muslim.
0: Yep, and you guys in Hebrew web, but most of the people going there cool. Okay, so if you seen that long robe, white mostly in white,
4: first thing mm-hmm. you look not a, a robe, a the ones that look like a skirt, they wear the ones that look like a skirt, not the not the ones nobody. that's a long white robe. I don't know they, you know. The I ones that seen. wrap around, yeah. Seriously, they have them, man. Hey, Dave, yeah, maybe that's what I say here in Philly. They pick up on yeah. all the Arab coaches. They don't have their own yeah. standard of, of dress. They address any on
3: time by you well,
0: well, on What Chief, there. Chief, you still with us? He's still online. Dave, Dave might be on knocked out. Go home sleep.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. Hey, what, okay. What, 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 Justin talking about, Dave? You the Islamic uh, uh, expert? What the hell, Dave? <laughs> what, they, Justin talking about? Shit. You about it. a Muslim look like a skirt
4: what 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 look like the skirt look i ain't trying to get in no trouble out, with the movement dress up, tonight all right i i really am not all right they like to wear re- they wear whatever they want like i don't know why it's not really that big a deal to me but for me it's the oh of black you man, might just be missing protect. this
0: is private private again what are you saying he ain't talking about the Jolly Beer day. He said they wear something like a skirt. They they don't have no pants under. They knees showing justice.
4: <laughs> all
1: right.
4: So, like, it's different ones. Some of them, all of them look like a dress to me. I don't know. I'm going to call it a dress now because I'm mad. It's a dress. It look like they wearing a
0: dress. And see, now okay. you fucked up. Now they going to get you because see, now you fucked up. You disrespect. No, i'm just messing with you see but see he was saying that he was talking about religion and and people think he wearing a dress
1: yeah i
0: used to, i used to wear them outfit. i used to wear it it used to come down to my knees but i had it had some pants it was a two-piece set right it had pants that go to it i even have a garment i bought from a, a, a brother uh he's from gambia i got a blue outfit in there and it's basically like the same thing and everybody knows... I'm place like, oh, for man. a black man in America. The black man in America shouldn't have nothing like that on. Brother, see, that, that's when You, you know how brothers say you Americanized? That's what mm-hmm. you Americanized. When you go, you go anywhere to Ghana and a lot of these places, that's what they wear. They don't wear no motherfucking suit and tie. See, you've been a Europeanized, as they say, Americanized. And now now when you talking for your cultural dress, you're, not a dress, I'm just saying the, the dress code, Nah, it looked like a dress to you. Come on, bro. It look you like automatically a dress, I see small. that that don't address man in there, I thought he had on a dress. I don't
4: care. I don't okay, care let me ask you something. When you when you see oh, when you see pictures brother. with the
0: brothers in Kemet, when you see pictures with the brother in Kemet what they had on. With the aprons and stuff on, okay, I guess that was a mini skirt then, wasn't it? No, nah, bro, it didn't look
4: like that. Like that there wasn't a it like. no skirt. No. That was appropriate yeah. for where they lived. It was real hot. They had on a little short, little joint because they was masons, and so they just kept everything kind of they could stay cool. I wouldn't have to pull on a lot of clothes. No, wait a
0: minute, uh, uh, on, here, you don't
4: need all that on all day, every day in the summertime. You got all these skirts on all day. That's their uh. culture, bro. See, there, again, you can't tell
0: yeah. nobody what they're wearing. They culture, bro. See, you out of okay, you out of uniform. When you put on that when you put on that three piece suit, you out of fucking uniform. If you call yourself an African or whatnot or whatever, I don't know where you come from, or where you came uh. But you out of you out of uniform. When you the see, black you man see created me and Dave, the we have on fringes. The black man When you see me and Dave we have on something called a, we call some called fringes on the four corners of our garment. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And we have on fringes, a part of our culture. So what what, we, part, what what's your culture and what's your dress code? Tell me, every every every
4: every dress code or style you ever seen, a black man started it first. So when you seen the three piece suit, right. we had it first. Oh,
0: okay. okay, so the 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 clothes you talking about the Muslim wear then, right? That's the black true. man had that started too.
4: it. He had that over in uh, he had that in Spain and all that too. Sure, sure, yeah.
0: So how's it now addressed then when they wearing it now, but at first it wasn't a dress. Unless you're saying that man who started it first he was a homosexual Muslim or
1: something. <laughs> all
0: right, so no, I'm saying that like
4: all right, so if you have on something like that, right, there should be no chance that nobody gonna be gay here because we all Muslims and all that. But look, I see where these ones that was Muslims they now since they not <laughs> they seem to some, somehow not be um, all the way men anymore like i don't know what happened i know they've been a lot of them been to jail and a lot of that's been happening over here in philly When the black men go to jail for a lot here so in jail i don't know what's happening in there but it seems like when they come home those ones that used to be more strong tough minded and strong like presenting themselves now like, they gotten a lot softer or weaker looking Oh, I know hey,
3: who you're talking about. Those are the brothers from the uh, Homo Jihad.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but you know, I've I been seeing like I be seeing
4: these. I be even I be seeing them. He's yeah, up, no. having a little pink. I got pink in the sneaker with the pink Kofi and the little pink going. You know, I mean, I'm just saying. Like, what has happened to the
1: Muslims? <laughs> hey,
2: Judge. Hey, hey, just, uh-huh. Hey, you know what though? They they have some, but they say that Prophet Muhammad is Baphomet.
3: He a Baphomet.
2: And Baphomet is a friend. I mean?
3: He a devil? Yeah, he, he a devil,
4: right?
3: Oh, hey, uh, you know, they...
2: Baphomet got the both sex.
3: A macro Yep,
2: yep.
0: They, you know they should, oh, they okay. said they shit originated they said they should originated from the Knights Templars, about that Baphomet Muhammad being in Baphomet you know that's what they said that them originated mhm they, they said that's what they you really they said that's what they originated there's no truth to that, but I don't know but that's not hey they uh uh you might have to uh call in a favor uh of protection for justice uh standing them folks wearing a uh address man with the muslim community so you gotta let both pools deal with them because he said if, they, them if they wasn't dress, see, they,
4: if they was real muslims they wouldn't try to kill me because i said this they would just ride on yeah. it and just let it go yeah, But yeah. See, that's the that's the hypocrisy of saying you're a Muslim and you righteous and all this and, good luck with that. Yeah, it's just black words
3: it's words
0: it's words it's all so, they did. Just you never heard of a dude called Simon Rusty who wrote the book uh 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 damn, Titanic versus yep. no, no, The boss man you, wrote, remember,
2: you remember that day? Yep, and he You
0: was, remember that one day. Yep, and he wrote
2: about it and they tried to get they 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 he had to go with the
4: specs. Of justice. Somebody so said the Prophet, saying... Muhammad, <clears throat> the Prophet Muhammad the Prophet Muhammad he ahead. married a six year old and he, I mean he married a nine year old or something too, or a seven year old or something, right? Or a twelve year old. A nine or eleven, twelve, whatever, about two or three girls, right?
0: She was some. Then
4: he oh, then he the had Aisha? sex with the nine he had sex with the six year old when she turned nine? It
0: was some like that, yeah. Some like okay. that. All right. Yeah, Uh-oh. it was the same one. Well, he ain't married. His, he ain't married, but one kind of age, I think. Yeah, okay. 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 All right.
4: That's that's a great person to follow. Yeah. I don't want to be just like him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's a great person to follow. Be just like him. Oh Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you trying to get your ass whooped now?
0: You <laughs> <laughs> see, so you keep on, yeah. you know, he keep on saying he ain't trying to get into it, but he keep on, goddamn getting himself deeper in trouble. <laughs> it's after ten o'clock. Uh, about, about Yo, you know this, this
4: Muhammad? He had this black dude as his huh. slave, his personal slave, huh. right? he still him yeah, loud? hear you. He a well, he he personal that, slave.
2: That, that, for the first one as slave
4: is Bilal hey, teaching man. righteousness and told him like what he was doing was wrong and he pretty much you know gave him all of that knowledge. God. No,
2: but which no. which
4: which Muhammad, which Muhammad are you
0: talking about? You know it was it was it was, it was two Muhammad.
4: The one yeah. that enslaved you know the one that had the black man Bilal as his slave or whatever made him recite the that was something it. the prayer or something. That like was that
0: that was uh actually uh muhammad Ahmed, there was a crusader a european uh muhammad too that most people said it was probably muhammad but there was another one two of them because they call him muhammad the crusader oh they spread the islam with the sword that was that motherfucker. that was that one okay just you better you better tread light just because you know you know the taliban you know do know your partner your president brought uh 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 what's that uh, what's to call them? Al Qaeda over here, the Taliban. I mean, uh, you know North he brought them over here, do like, oh, so,
3: right.
1: so, they? They just, was, them,
3: they just call them Black Lives Matter and uh, forth. but they even had a meeting with Al Qaeda. So yeah, same people. Damn. Mm-hmm.
0: So justice? the so your people? Yeah, your, old, your president brought them over here.
4: Well, I mean, if they want to come my way, then, you know, i I move real quick and in silence, so they'll, they'll be all done with. Like, you got to really be better than
1: me. Um, hey. you got to be good at me
4: because I'm pretty bad. I'm like a ninja, okay? Yeah. If I even detect you coming at me, boy, i we'll sneak up behind you, Okay. <laughs> hey.
0: Well, wow. <laughs> hey, hey, F- yeah. yes, sir. Yeah, you breaking up on a date. Yeah,
2: you, you know, one thing about it in Philly, they ain't real crazy. I got a cook. You're right.
4: You're right. They crazy. They are crazy. <laughs> Go ahead, Dave. Talk about it. <laughs> no, <laughs> they, they, crazy. Crazy. they are crazy.
0: Yeah, out of the hey, natural hey, black minds, they okay, out of the natural black minds. Hey, hey, brother, Almir. Yes, this, sir. Think of that, This, this is kind of, this is kind of funny since we talking about the Muslim. Then, then Trump put a, then Trump have a Muslim band letting let l- some of the Muslim come in America, and then he leave out. You got a president. I ain't gonna say no name who actually bringing the goddamn people over to America to. The, the the
3: ones who they said was terrorists. You yeah,
4: exact, enough.
3: You are exactly right.
0: Hmm.
4: That's
3: that's
0: okay. He 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 was stopping the the migrants. Well, as they call them migrants, all them people from flocking in here. Um, soon they, you know, Trump kicked. You know, well, you know, they said, no, you can't be the president no more." Let them, let them folks in here. It's like, goddamn, everybody to he block said them? don't come in, they want the motherfuckers in here.
4: Those mm-hmm. white people was on the border. They was on the border of Poland talking about, y'all Ukrainians can't come in here. They was on horses with whips trying to keep them back from coming into Poland. I ain't see no shit
0: like I don't know. I ain't
3: seen no,
4: that. I ain't I'm just joking. I'm just joking. That was what happened with <laughs> the, <laughs> <Yeah>. the <laughs> nations. I mean, the people yeah. who came yeah. from what they yeah. call it, remember? Yeah. That's okay. that's they didn't funny. do that
3: to the white people. That's real funny, though. We're trying to have a legitimate conversation about (laughs) shit that matters, and black people just want to Mm clown. Come on, And then
0: who did Go ahead. Even though you're joking, who was the president in charge who did that? Donald Trump Trump. did that? Yep. Uh, Donald, Donald Trump did that? Yep. But I promise I thought that man was gone out of office then. when that No, shit he wasn't happened. gone yet.
4: I don't think, I forgot. You might, uh,
0: no, I think Trump was yes, in yes president. Yes, he did. Yep. That, that happened last year.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I Kamala
0: president. Harris was in office. Because remember they were saying, no. why don't, because we were talking about why don't Kamala Harris go down? No, he put Kamala Harris up to go do some speaking. He sent her black yeah. ass out where I can't. I don't know
3: if she black or not, but he sent her out to Love go do dirty work. She is Indian. She breaking up.
2: She's supposed to be East Indian or Pakistani or something, but she
3: uh, she's a ship, she's a shepherd for the devil. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but
0: damn, damn, justice. That's that's crazy, man. They they What's whooping that, folks man? now. The races, the races, dude didn't do that. But the man who's supposed to be all about black folks who gave him the election, you know, he didn't say nothing about them down there with like say horses and horses and whips down that there. Was like, Trump. Y'all
4: the forgetting Trump was still the president. Now I might be wrong, but i I think you that were, Trump was oh. still the president.
1: You, you, you know, under,
4: under Biden. Y'all got to go back and look.
0: I don't. That was <laughs> last. That was that was last year, brother.
4: I, all right, I'm gonna go ahead and pull up the facts, man, because I don't know. I'm gonna check. Go ahead and
3: keep talking. Now, how mm-hmm. can we how how can we defend something that we don't know? That, that, that's oh, amazing. well,
4: I mean, sometimes. People have dates wrong. Maybe it was a few months that separated what happened. Like the incident could have happened in,
3: in what November I, and, what, I, you know, what Trump I try was still the president. What I try to do is, if knowing there can be an error, yeah, I wouldn't argue about it. I say, you know, brother, you could be right. Let me check into that. I don't disagree. That's probably what I'm doing now. Go ahead. Yeah, but uh, So you, you were trying to
0: say all three of us was wrong that really don't mm-hmm. mess with Joe Biden. Um, all the guys that really just don't, you know, ain't on Joe Biden's team, we were wrong. And you were right because maybe you just so have and you support Biden and you got to be right. Maybe oh, that's what
1: I it was that's... just.
0: It wasn't about oh. the facts, you know, you just got to stick with you just, I understand, you know, you gotta you gotta stand by your team, man. You know, win, lose or draw. Are they win the yeah. Super Bowl or not, you still keep up with your team. I understand it. This, yeah. It is. Yeah, I know, that. Yeah, you know you
4: could fact checking this too, son Ray, because ain't no sense in me just doing it. I know you have right. the ability to do this, and you probably already did. Already? No, that no I already I'm know. already. I, so, what, what was the date? What's the date when it happened?
3: I, <laughs> he already told you he, who was president.
0: No. What date no, did that happen? That's the, the burden of proof is on you, brother. Not me. Not on us.
4: All right, that's right. You're right, and I'm trying to find it right now. So that's fine.
1: That's fine. So you
0: the def- you the defensive attorney. We already we, we we don't have to go find no evidence. You yeah. know. See, we the one arrested. We the one who wrote the report up. We went out here and apprehended the criminal. Wrote the police report up and locked oh, his ass man. up. So it's on you to defend the criminal. So you got to do what the evidence is- to defend your client. You're right about that.
4: <laughs> what do they call our people when yep. they uh
0: yep. trying to
4: get somewhere? Because uh, I need one specific word in order to get this fact out. Uh, what do they call our people when they uh leaving one place to go somewhere else and they ain't got nowhere to live right now and they living under the bridge? What they call them people? Refugees. Uh, there you go, refugees. That's the word I need. Well, yeah.
3: And that's what we're classified
4: yeah. at. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. oh, we're not
3: citizens. Okay. We're, we're not citizens. We're refugees over here. You're okay, you guys was
4: Bush. right. It was under the Biden administration. You're all right. Nah,
0: nah, nah, nah.
3: Justice, boy. Well, you're you're you been, got all I've your
4: been all, I've paper. been you're
1: bad all night. I, I get an F
0: all night. Hey. You got all your notebook paper. You don't do no homework. You got all your paper, your mama bought you your pencils and paper. He ain't even shopping <laughs> <one company. laughs> He ain't taking uh, no notes. <laughs> yeah. God damn Judge. Yeah. That's fine. You get a old judge. You can't remember all this stuff on top of your head, man. I can't even go ahead and write some of this stuff down. Uh September 20,
4: 2021. It happened September twentieth, twenty twenty one. Oh yeah, man, now
0: who who's the bad guy
4: now, Justice? But you know, I was putting <laughs> uh, you know, I was putting out some good things because I like how you had uh, put that out before about if someone was racist, what would they do for a black person? Like, man, and I, and then you go back and look at Trump, you know, he did pardon black people. He did get people that was in trouble out of trouble who had did some things in China that they shouldn't have did, like steal something, and they was in the NBA, and he was able to talk to the Chinese president and get them out of there without any, any problems. Um, the black them. rapper, the black rapper, he got in trouble. He got in a fight over there in another country, like Denmark or somewhere, what was his name? One of the young black rappers, and then Trump made a call over there and got him off. So, it's like I hear that, man. if no one was racist, what would a yeah. racist do something for a black person at all? I mean, you know, so you can't really... I can't see... He, he convinced me that, look, the man just crazy. He not racist. That's all.
3: Wow. Hey, hey, Would hey, you, man, you me up? You know what's so funny? You know, we we <laughs> in the dogs, right? Yes, and, you know, like, people that have never had a pit bull, they just hear that pit bulls are dangerous. And they always hate pit bulls because somebody else said they're dangerous, right? Yeah, well, yeah. that's exactly what I see them doing with Donald Trump. Damn. So they they Good. didn't look at none of the facts, the details, the legislation. They couldn't ignore, you know, because everybody around them was saying that, you know, Donald Trump was this infamous pit bull. So they had to hate it <laughs> because of the legend. You know what I mean? So, damn, that's a, I see, that's a, Go ahead. Nah, Go ahead, man. I'm just glad That's a good
0: damn analogy. Damn. I got to remember that one.
3: I see it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I mean.
0: I like, I, like that.
3: Yeah. So, I, 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 man, see, like I said, I, I, I cut right to the chase because I don't, excuse anything, good or bad. You know what I mean? If it's bad, I'm going to call it bad. If it's good, I'm going to call it good. I can't find yeah, this. Sure. You know what I mean? So, I, so yeah, I, back to your original statement, all skin flow gates you can flow. Yeah. And, and we're surrounded by mental midgets, and we have to keep that in mind, and, you know, keep it moving, I guess. <laughs> That's a mental midget. <laughs> so, Justin, yep.
1: so
0: with with the analogy, with the analogy, brother Alpha Male just gave. So, how many did black folk did did Trump bite? How I many did he do what? How many did he bite? Since you know, with the analogy did uh, brother Alpha Male used, oh, oh, how many oh, black oh, folk okay. did, did did Donald Trump bite? He just snapped. He ain't bite. He snapped.
4: Oh, uh-huh. you know how, you know, he just barked and he ain't really bite. He just barked.
0: So as a president, the way you, where you bite somebody or hurt them is you, 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 you know, you, especially if you're racist, you plan to put some kind of legislation out to hurt them. That's why, again, how we said this last, what kind of legislation did he pass that hurt black people as a whole? So that's the bite I was talking about.
1: Okay. So we right. still ain't
0: biting nobody. Oh, okay. We got you. I like how he broke that down, though. Goddamn. I got to remember that. (laughs) Goddamn. That was a cold. Yo, did you hear
4: about Jesse Smollett getting um, sentenced and um, getting locked up? And he's doing about um, six months. And he was taken away, talking about some... I'm not suicidal. I'm not suicidal. Yeah. And then he said, I'm, I'm not guilty. We don't care. And then he said, if I was guilty, I would have said I was guilty. And then he said, I'm not suicidal. I was just yeah. you, you know, know nobody, what?
3: Nobody, nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. He, he deserves it every day,
4: every penny that they gonna uh-huh. charge him. He deserves everything that's coming to him.
0: He deserves it all. Hold on, hold on. I know you just didn't say what I thought you said. I know you just oh, didn't know.
4: say that. Yes, I did. I ain't never rolled with this. I knew his story was a lie from the jump. I told y'all that on Culture Freedom a couple years ago when it first happened.
0: Damn. Because I argued with a brother about that shit before when I go on my Wasn't co-worker. Me. Okay. Not me. I, no, know. What you know, I, I was knew arguing his whole story
4: the whole lie. Like he he needs to pay for lying on black people and white people because he lied on both. Okay? With his with his story it was bogus as hell with his little punk little little corny little noose, so called noose he had. And had two brothers that's Jamaican with that's talking about some make they supposed yeah. to have on Make America gray hats on again or something. And then they was supposed to have been racist white people who did this to him, but yet you come and find out it was a black dude.